0: For the perfect last-minute gift, check out Spa Finder. With Spa Finder, send a relaxing spa treatment straight to their inbox without leaving the house. Gift cards can be redeemed in-store at thousands of spas and salons nationwide or online at the Spa Finder Wellness Shop. Spa Finder gift cards contain no fees and never expire, making it a perfect gift you can't go wrong with. Go to SpaFinder.com podcast15 to save 15% or enter the promo code podcast15 at checkout.
1: gentlemen we did it we made it welcome to episode 100 of the retro gamers some sitcoms don't even make it this far larry here and anthony here what is going on a congratulations 100 episodes i feel old <laughs> that's besides the point point. 100 um. official
2: episodes uh, okay, so 100 official episodes. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't think we'd make it. Did you think we'd make it?
1: <laughs> um, there may have been a little, a couple of sketchy parts there where you know the road looked a little rough. Um, yeah, I blame you on all of those. Why not? I'm the one doing all the recording, so sure. That's right. Uh, no, but all joking aside, uh, I I honestly didn't think it would balloon into what we've made this into. When we first started doing this, you know, just sat around, just you know, threw my phone down, recorded. Just to have a good time and and look what it's become. I know
2: you've uh, you've ruined my life, and I couldn't be uh, more thankful. Become the conglomerate that it is. Yeah, well, speaking of the conglomeration of our of our show, now that we're a hundred episodes, where's my money? <laughs> and we're gonna have a
1: wonderful episode this week for the retro gamers. Uh, we're Sounds about have, right. We're gonna have some fun guests. We're gonna do some reminiscing. And we're gonna do what we always do: talk about the old times, and um, you know, just kind of tell you the inside of probably what we have happening moving forward as well.
2: Yeah, I think we got. I got. The, I think we have some good stuff going on moving forward. Uh, we'll we'll be announcing that stuff later. Um, but yeah, no, uh, talking with you for a hundred episodes has been uh, actually uh, kind of fun. <laughs> really, let's face facts: if we didn't have the podcast, what would we be doing? Oh God! I have a list. <laughs> do you want? Do you want? Do you want to hear what goes in my? I, I I'd be at the Hollywood Bowl every day this summer. This is true, and I'd still be in bed. So. <laughs> um, hey, I'm th-
1: I'm three hours behind you, and I'm awake. We well, actually, I I do want to talk to you later because you went to Joys in Concert. We gotta talk about that later.
2: Yeah, we we, we well, we can touch on it briefly. Uh, well, okay, how was it? It was awesome. There you go again. It's just—it was just basically the movie with no music, right? Like they had the dialogue. No, 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 no. There's, there's the movie, yeah, and then the live orchestra is playing the score.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. And then, yeah, but you would still hear the, au- like, you still hear the audio, right? Of course. Okay, so they somehow yeah. was able to extract the music from the movie.
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's just, uh, yeah, you know, editing folks know that the music is put on a different layer. Yes. So you,
1: you work in Hollyweird, not me. So. Uh-huh. I I make the movies that cause you to be a catch potato. <laughs> Speaking of money, but we'll talk about that later. Later. Royalties, my friend. Royalties. Um so you know, definitely we have again a lot to talk about. A lot of a lot of stores that we've discovered that we'll touch on later. Uh you know, the epic uh, running situation that Again we'll talk later about that uh make brings me much joy and uh you know you hate it uh you know the the red elephant in the room, but we'll talk about that again uh at a later time today yes, what, right now, what I'd like to do is introduce not just a man but a legend on this show for this network and He's been a pain, he's been a friend of ours for many many years. He was our fir- is our first ever super fan, the first person to actually suggest a topic for a show, and the first ever live guest for the Retro Gamers. If you want to do
2: these things and so much more, do you have any <laughs> accolades for this human being? Um, he's he's my favorite bald friend. <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Frankie is back on the Retro Gamers. The suspension has been lifted. He's allowed back on the shows. Frankie Wait, was
2: suspended? Did I miss that? <laughs> you know, it's,
1: it's like Hogan being suspended from the Hall of Fame. No one knew he was suspended. No one knew oh, Frankie okay. was suspended. But he's back. Frankie, how you well, been, my friend?
3: I'm good, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Thanks for lifting my suspension. Good. And it's an honor to get a phone call from Rippo to ask me to be on the show.
2: Absolutely, that's what I do, Frankie, for a special occasion. He's that's too- right. We wouldn't we wouldn't have made it to a hundred without you.
3: Oh, please, I was nothing. You guys did it all on your own.
2: Yeah, just, I know, but
3: take a little credit. I'm, I'm just like Larry was trying to say, the pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, all right, I got to watch the G-rated. I,
2: yeah, we're uh, we're we're PG. So, I, so I listen, to, I know I'm, how to I'm, edit. I'm, I'm,
3: yeah, I know. I'm sure my whole segment will be cut out. Oh,
2: okay. stop it! Here we go again.
3: And, yeah, I was going to say it,
2: it, it's kind of hard to. It would be kind of hard to catch you out. You're, you're part of the opening segment. Frank, so.
3: But uh, congratulations to the two of you for for making it this far Thank and you. not killing each other. Thank you. Well, well you know each other.
2: I, I think living 3,000 miles away from each other actually helps. That.
3: The, who, by the, the way, who is the real host of the show? Me. Wow.
1: And I was going to
2: say equal parts.
1: In my I'll head, I lot. was in my house going to go, maybe I'll say me, but I'll do equal parts. Okay. Well, we you,
2: you got, you yeah. got my answer.
1: Let's, let's do this. You know, who's got full control when the show's done before it airs? So Me. <laughs> do you know what?
2: But yeah, i'm not gonna get into it um so,
1: <laughs> but no um frankie you know you definitely was one of the first ones to support us to to really you know like us and to really help get our name out there so we really do owe um a, a little bit of the show to you um you know thank you for that and you know how was it like what were your thoughts when you heard because you've known us how long
3: have you known us Got to go back. It's, uh, it's got to be almost twenty years. I know, you guys. Yeah, sound about mm-hmm. right. That's yeah, a, that's a, yeah. Okay. about two years. Two years before you moved into the apartment. So uh, yeah. Like, so, so, oh, the one gone. in Brooklyn.
4: Yeah. Okay. I can't
3: remember the exact. Yeah. So that was but, about that, was, that was about
2: eighteen or
1: nineteen years okay. ago. Yeah. yeah. What do you think when you heard that me and Anthony were going to try and start this or started a podcast about retro well, video games?
3: Well, I forgot. I, Anthony told me originally, you guys, what you did the wrestling podcast is where it all started. Am I I right, Ant? That was what you did first? We may have talked
1: about something. Yeah, we we talked about something. I don't think we ever did
3: it. I remember you sitting... When you came back from California to stay here for a bit, you were actually... I saw you in Staten Island. You must have been staying at your sister's, and you were headed out to Long Island to do the podcast about the wrestling. So I didn't Mm -hmm. know about the video game, the Retro Gamers... Until after that. So I'm pretty sure your wrestling one was first. But you guys would know better. Yeah. yeah. No, I think,
2: I think you're right, Larry. I think he's right. I, um, didn't we record two at the same time? We, because
3: before all this,
1: before the Retro Gamers, before the better half, before the In and the Yang, mm-hmm. I was doing one just called More the Same, uh, which right. is still out there. Right. And that was just me doing a show. I just wanted to do a podcast about anything. And of course, the only thing I knew what to talk about was wrestling. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure, Aunt, when you came back, um, and it had to have been after you started working for WWE,
2: right? At that point, yeah. I wasn't um, I wasn't allowed <laughs> to this talk is about true. wrestling. So I think you, so I wasn't you may just allowed to talk wrestling.
1: Touched on other things, but bottom line, yeah, Ant came out. We didn't even actually the genesis of this show was we did a couple of on my original podcast about gaming, and that's how it kind of mm-hmm. branched into this.
2: Yeah, and um, and then lo and behold, we just uh, well. Actually, what's funny is while I was in while I was in New York for that year, um, we recorded a few episodes, and then it kind of fizzled. Yeah, it did. Um, because I was traveling a lot. Hi, Cable. Um, I, I was traveling a lot, and um, so and and not only that, I, you know, I, I was just exhausted, so I didn't have time to do this.
1: Whereas now that, you travel a lot. And I try travel a lot, <laughs> I'm like, and,
3: and, and he still but, finds but I time. <laughs> what did you say, Frankie? And he still finds
2: time. <laughs> <you>
1: say, <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. He's yeah, done he it does. from Japan. He's done it from no, the no, moon. No, I, I
2: know. I've I've, re- I've recorded this from like places all over the world. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, I go to
1: Brooklyn, and I'm like, oh, "You need a, you need a guest host." <laughs> I mean, this, yeah. is
3: pa- this is this possibly his show. He has to be able. To. Mean, it's half
1: his show. Of course, it is. Right. It,
3: that's it. It's and my um, sh- like I said, it's my show. <laughs> But to get back to your question, I, I thought I thought it was a great idea that you guys started this up. I thought it was it was pretty cool. I didn't probably didn't think much of it to be honest with you because I was probably thinking other like. Fair enough, oh, the car thing. Don't, um, don't, don't worry about it, Frank. don't worry about it. We got the beep.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> It's That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Lo- Logan's here. Oh, uh, hi, Logan. Have <laughs> here. Okay. Um, let's get back to Peter Parker. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I thought it was nice. I thought the show was good. You know, you guys, in the beginning.
1: <laughs> I got uh, uh, Jackie the Joke Man Martling.
3: <laughs> good boy.
1: Cool. Look like Shrinky Dinks. Oh, wait. But, uh, oh, this, this is the
3: best one. Photo Bomb.
1: hey ah, nice. nice. uh
3: But, uh, yeah, I thought the show was pretty good. I, I liked it. I listened to it. Actually, it wasn't pretty good. It was really good. Um, you guys talked about a lot of good stuff in the, in the first bunch of episodes and, you know about the video old stuff, and you know people like that stuff. Uh, we do, you do, and you guys—you guys are a good team together. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. So, sir. so I, I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, I, you know, I have to admit that I'm a little behind on some of the podcasts on the entire network and some of the other stuff that I listen to. I just that's don't right. have that. Well, um,
2: you know that—that's what happens when Larry pumps out 38 hours of uh, entertainment a week. <laughs>
3: yeah, that is true.
1: <laughs> it is exhausting. I gotta stop saying yes to podcasts. So, Frankie, also, like I said, being our first live guest when we broadcasted from Barcade. Oh, great time. Yeah. That was actually good Yeah, that funny. was awesome. Especially when I heard they don't really let people do that, so.
3: Oh. Well, so don't you good. have a certain inside? A in friend place? of
1: mine, a friend of mine, yes, who actually, when I travel out to L.A., if it, you're going to be around, because um, that may turn into a solo vacation.
2: <laughs> no, it's not going to turn into a solo Aww. vacation. I'll be here. Oh, okay. Uh, I hate, yeah, I know, trust me, I'm I'm upset about it, too.
1: Um, You know, Barcade Los Angeles should be open by then.
2: Yeah, there's a, there's a Barcade in L.A., or so, coming to L.A. Got to uh, work on so, that guy, in a couple of
3: spots. This guy's doing pretty good. He's got three places now. Well, he doesn't
2: own them. He just, you know. but
3: Oh, still. I thought he did. I thought no, he had no one no, in the man, city he, and no one in
1: Brooklyn. He was managing it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Frankie, again, uh, he introduced the Superheroes episode, All right. uh, which we did the two-parter on. That was great. Yeah, that was
2: our first two-parter.
1: Everything Franky... That was our
2: only two-parter.
1: <laughs> no, no, we kind of... Well, yeah, you're right, because we did two episodes from Barcade, which we broke into two episodes. So every time Frankie's on the show, it turns into a two-episode. So I'm a little worried how long this is going to go today.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I was expecting this to be like a four-hour show, so... <laughs> Why not? We'll marry. I'm locked in.
1: And the other thing I want to talk about, now at this point, where we're this far in, Frankie... Especially now, I want to get your thoughts, your opinions on um, – you know, me and Anthony, we – ever since we started really getting into this show and when Anthony's going over to Japan, I found a place out here. Now, our shopping has gotten out of control. And all of a sudden – One now, of us. We've – all of a sudden, we're just buying old games, which is fun, but we probably – me and Anthony probably would not have done it as much if we didn't have the podcast. Uh, you yourself, though, Frankie, you actually tend to to do a lot of this, where you'll go out maybe to flea markets, stuff like that, um, and try and find items to look to sell on eBay. Uh, do you do a lot of that with games? Do you a lot of that with action figures? Because I know you're into comics and stuff. You know, like how how do you go about it? I just
3: i i don't i don't do flea markets i. I Would go to free markets, but usually they tend to know what they have and it's things are more money. They know they have a game that's 20 bucks. They're going to try and sell it for 20.
2: Gotcha.
3: Unfortunately, like I want to sell it to make a few bucks. unless it's a game that I want. Like since, since I've been listening to you guys and since I, I get my hands on games, like I've been keeping the games that I like. Um, like any superhero games, any of the Star Wars games. Those are kind of like going to be my personal collection uh, that I, I got a couple stashed inside the cabinet, some of the Ninja Turtle games. But it's usually, I like to hit the garage sales because okay. um, these people don't know what they have. They want to get rid of to sh- They want mm-hmm. to throw stuff out in the garbage. They sell them for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not that, I don't usually get that lucky because people go to these places at the crack of dawn, 9 o'clock. They start, people are there waiting. For, for the goods, and games are the goods, comics are the goods, the action figures are the goods. So people are snatching these up, but you will tend to find stuff that's cheap. That's why I try to tell you guys, because I know you's, you're always buying stuff, Larry. Anthony's always on the hunt for stuff. Um, and it's fun to wake up or a little bit early, you know, plan your day a little bit if you got like the app for the garage sales, and you never know what you could find. I I found a Dreamcast, which I didn't test yet, a Dreamcast. A couple of games I could actually look at right now because I think they're in front of me, and I could tell you what they were. Um, no Dreamcast games. I got the Dreamcast controller. I got Kingdom Hearts, the original. I got that uh, this other guy's game. I think I I think I got it all for ten bucks. Really? Um, wow! Yeah. yeah, that's probably not. Going yeah. To it, it may it may not work. You know what? It's it's to be honest, it's still in my car. Uh, Ratchet Clank for PlayStation. Oh, okay. PlayStation Two. Oh, nice. And, yeah, that's a good. One. And um, I got the Kingdom Hearts, the original. That's um right. They both work. I just don't know if the Dreamcast if the system works.
2: works. Yeah, because right. I don't
3: I don't have a Dreamcast, and I was like, you know, for ten bucks for all three. You know, after the guy wanted more, obviously, and you could talk them down a little bit. Um, and I'm I'm sure that was a pretty good buy. Now,
2: I, I can I can imagine I can imagine that transaction going where the guy's like, yeah, I'm looking, uh, I want to sell it for like eighty dollar. I'll give you ten.
3: Well, I mean, <laughs> that, that's that, that's how you work it. It's pretty, you know. I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not one to talk people down the prices. I don't, I don't like doing that. I'm mm-hmm. kind of shy. If they say a number and it's and it's maybe I'll yeah. go down a couple of bucks, but I, I can't sit there and haggle with somebody. I it's their you. stuff, you know. Uh, a lot of people do that. I mean, my cousin is great with that. My aunt and my uncle are great with that. The things that they find, I mean. Uh, my cousin Joey, he found a lot on eBay. And eBay is another thing that we, we, the two of us could find games that you like. Um, he found a lot. He must have pen, spent like not even $100 for, I'm telling you, about 100 games, a couple of Atari systems. And, you know, he made his money back just on selling a few of those games because people don't know what they're selling. They just want to dump it. They feel like it's a whole lot of games and a couple of systems just to get rid of it and if you're you know you're on top of stuff and you want to make some cash or even for your personal collection you got to keep your eye out and you got to look because you will find it uh you'll you'll find it i mean Agre-
1: Go ahead. no no I agree and and that's my well, that's where my worry comes in is will it work You know, when I go to the flea markets, or even I walk by a garage, you know, out here on Long Island, they have tons of flea markets on the island. Uh, I usually have them set up over by the train stations. And I've bought a few games from there. None I was able to play, because in the beginning, I was kind of buying them just, oh, it's cool to have. Like, it would be more of a display than a game, which at that point, I don't care if it works. But that's why, you know, even though, yeah, you're kind of paying quote-unquote top dollar, if you get it from a store, it's almost guaranteed kind of, sort of, that you know it's going to work. My luck, if I bought a lot of games, a lot, you know, a lot of games on eBay, I know that probably none of them are going to work, but that's my luck. Um, You've been, you know, uh, lucky on the end that you've been finding some good stuff, and you've been kind of flipping it, uh, which is fantastic. When you go out to the garages... And, you know, people's garages, even if they're not selling stuff. I know you just kind of open the door and you look around. Um, like, do you look for anything specific? Do you... Is there anything that catches your eye or that you want to make sure of where you know, all right, this is going to be something worthwhile I can, try and, I can try and sell?
3: Besides the toys and the video games, that's the first things I look for because that's what I like. So anything with toys, video games, comics, figures um and then usually anything that's in a box you know it catches my eye okay. anything that's new um n- things things that are brand new in the box are always good and um I went to somebody's house last week and I took um, my mother-in-law we went shopping and then we stopped at a garage sale and she is like a gold mine whenever i go with her <laughs> i find like great stuff um To get off the topic Uh. of video games, but they had all like Jim Shaw. You know who Jim Shaw is, Anthony, don't
4: you? When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So, just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Yeah.
3: Right? He's he's like a sculptor and he makes all the statues. I mean, this, these things are like 60, 70 bucks a statue. This lady, she was, she was getting rid of them for like 10 bucks. And knows I like. Um, I wouldn't even want to sell them. And I bought, you know, they do Disney, they do Peanuts, um, they do um, all the Christmas stuff. Uh, Rudolph, remember Rudolph when we were a kid, the TV show? Yeah. Rankin um, bass. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, like you never know what you're going to find. I mean, I look for like anything and everything. But the, my go to's are games and toys is what the first thing. As soon as I look, I, I drive past there. I look to see if there's any any toys laying around. or I can recognize a video game system on the table if I see it. You know, you just have an eye for it. And you just know I have to stop here. Man,
2: I, I, I wouldn't want to be in the car in front of you, <laughs> as 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 your eyes wandering to the left or the right. You,
3: you just can't be nice, Ripa. <laughs> no, well, th- th- that's my part of the show. <laughs> I, I know it is. It's true. But uh, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm a very good driver, so I'm aware of who's in front of me and who's in back <laughs> to me, and and I pull over.
1: I want to. I want to I wanna pull up your DMV record.
3: Yeah.
2: Well. Frankie, let me ask you something. In terms of games, though, like, do you remember what the um, most, ex- like, I guess the best you got for your buck? In other words, something you bought really, really cheap and then sold for the most expensive. Like, what's the most expensive game you kind of made a profit off of? Do you remember? I think,
3: uh, yeah, probably one of the Final Fantasy games uh, for mm-hmm. PlayStation, for the first PlayStation. It was a double disc.
2: Oh, those were all, oh, like, wow. three or four. Yes. Yeah,
3: so I mean, if I, I mean, I wouldn't say I, maybe like sixty, sixty-five for the game. Okay, uh, it sold for. and I think probably the game was probably like a dollar. You know, it was huh. one of those where my you know my uncle bought like a ton of games for like five bucks, and it was in mm-hmm. there. You know, and the, and the game worked. It was complete because I know I look for complete games the way you guys do. You like the you like everything, everything complete, and that's what people want. They want the booklets. Yeah. They want the case. They don't want the case cracked. You know. Yeah.
2: That's more – I think that's more me than Larry. Yeah. Well, yeah. I always I always want them complete.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I want them
3: complete too for myself, the ones that I got.
2: I kind of just
1: started looking for boxes for some of the games I already own. And even those, like the boxes, I kind of assume are uh, going to have some wear and tear, going to have some love to it. Yeah. So, But I just literally just started buying some of those, so.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, I have a I have a whole bunch thanks to all my trips to Japan because those guys know how to take care of their games.
3: Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what I can ask you to get me from Japan since <laughs> you keep going back there. What, what can I get? <laughs> the the gaming mule that he is yeah. bringing stuff back. For I people. know. I feel.
2: I mean. Well, you know what? I mean. It could be worse. I could be like drug smuggling. So <laughs> I'd, rather, was... I'd rather. I'd rather. I'd rather. would rather bring games into the U.S. <laughs> are know? they
3: big? Are they big on superhero stuff out there? I would think they are.
2: The anime, um, yeah. Well, you know, anime is really big there. So, like, uh, in terms of video games, if I had to say there was a difference between U.S. and Jap- Japanese video games, they have a lot of anime-themed video games, and to be honest with you, or uh, and manga-themed also. Um, when I see those games, I have no idea um, what they are because they're completely in Japanese. They've never been released in the state in the U.S. So, just yeah, I mean. Do they have you know? They they look like anime, so you know, women with with boobs. Yes, perfect. Just right, right on the cover, asking you to buy it.
1: <laughs> Works out fantastic every time. The um the systems, you know, if if you pick up a system, Frankie, let me ask you, like, do you do you try and I'm not gonna say repair it, but I guess like, do you try and like clean them up? Do you try and or are you always just trying to find the pristine yeah. ones. No, or... no, I'm
3: definitely cleaning it. I'm preeling <laughs> it. I'm spraying it down. I'm cleaning it. Um, I mean, if the system don't work, if I get something from whoever, like I, you know, I don't know how to fix it. Um, I just, you know, I'll just resell it as as is. Doesn't Arts, work. Yeah. This, yeah, well, this don't work. Or and I've sold a few of them that just don't work. Okay, but and it's noted that it don't work. Anything with my cousin Joey, like um, Frankie's brother's excellent with this stuff. So anything, any Nintendo system that don't work, like he knows how to. He knows how to fix these things with the pins inside the original Nintendos, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, something with the sixty fours, like he even the Ataris, he figures out how to how to get them to work. So
2: hey, Fra- and- Frankie, ask him if he can fix a Sega CD. That'd be a tough one. Yeah, I know because <laughs> no, my, you know, my my Sega CD is broken. Oh
3: yeah, I actually have a Sega CD upstairs. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, oh. Maybe we should maybe we should talk dollars. How often do you use it? Uh, <laughs> never. Actually, I, I just used it to test a bunch of CD games when I, you know, Sega CD games when I got it.
2: I will give you $3. <laughs> there
3: is there is a certain Buffy figure I'm looking for, and I'm sure uh-huh. that you have one. Oh, do I? Um, I know you do.
1: Well, the Not resurgence the- of the show, look out. <laughs> uh, uh, we, uh, I think we're going to spin off
2: into another show. <laughs> the, like, like, the, the, the retro well, barter system. Uh,
1: yeah. oh, <laughs> imagine, like, you know, the retro trade show. Or something like that. They have those. What do they call those? Oh, oh well, I can't remember. Uh, but they have them on they Trust the them radio.
2: The, Oh, I was going to say, they call them flea markets?
1: No, no, no. Like, you actually, there's shows you call up, be like, uh, Hi, you know, I'm selling a Sega CD for $30 you know, in, in good condition, whatever. I, I don't, Howard Stern, they would be pranking them all the time. Yeah. But they're, they're, yeah, they're
3: okay. real. Yeah, you know who's good at supposed to be good at fixing these games is um, Bulletproof Comics. You oh. bo- both have a blank stare on your face. How dare you not remember that place?
2: No, no, no. I remember Bulletproof Comics. Yeah, I, like comics. Comics. I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't realize they were still
3: around. Right. Oh, and that could be a little plug for them. That'd be nice. They're really they're redoing the whole place. Um,
5: they're redoing Where were they?
3: the down. They're Well, no. They're still on Flatbush Avenue. Oh, okay. Flatbush and Ocean, but they're. I think they're redoing the whole downstairs. And I think they bought or rented the upstairs apartment. I don't know if they own the building or not. And they're redoing the whole upstairs. So I think it's going to be two floors. There's some sort of, there's some artist that does like um, special covers for the comics just for them. And uh, he's a well-known artist. Um, And I don't know, they're doing a little gallery. I don't know exactly what they're doing. But it's, you know, no, he's still going. Um, I can't remember his name. I think his name is Ken. You remember his name? No, everybody's name is different yeah. to me. Does he have a All friend right, named okay. Ryu? All right. Uh, good one. Yeah, I'm looking at your Sega CDs, and they're they're quite pricey. Sega uh, CDs can be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it
2: depends. It depends which version you have. Um,
3: oh, yeah. If you have
2: if you have the Sega CDX, that is the priciest one. You can get like that one's like a four hundred dollars.
3: Yeah. The third Sega, Sega CD with the Sega 32x. Yeah.
2: yeah right. Yeah. No,
1: no, Anthony, no, I think it's it's the CDX.
2: No, no, that's what the CDX
4: is. Wait, hold on, no, it's not.
1: The CDX is the thing I've been looking for, which is the hybrid Genesis Sega CD, but it's small, like it almost looks like a a Discman.
2: Yeah, it looks like a Discman, but
1: I think you can also
2: play the 32X games in there as well.
1: (sighs) You could, but like the 32X is bigger than the Sega CDX. So that's it does true. look a little wonky and you you wouldn't be able to play the CD games cuz you can't open the door
2: <laughs> once
1: the that's CDX a, is in there.
2: That's a very good point. Yeah. I I I've, I've, I've been trying to track that down too because I have like the original uh, I don't remember which version of Sega CD I have the one that uh loads up on the side. Okay, and that you,
1: was the
3: second generation. That
2: was the second generation. That's and and that, and that thing's a, Yeah, that thing's a monstrosity. <laughs>
3: Yeah, these things are smart. You're talking about a buck fifty for this system, at least. That's actually,
2: actually I, have a, I have a store out here by me called uh, Game Dude. Um, that's my, that's one of my go to stores when I go retro shopping because it's, uh, Larry's been there. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's like a warehouse. Yeah, I
1: know. Uh, we got to hit that up. Yeah. yeah, we'll
2: hit that up next time you, when you come visit. But uh, Game Dude's got them for ninety. So, really? Yeah, so I'm probably going to go pick one up there one of these days. Maybe, oh. maybe after twenty eighteen. For obvious reasons, Larry. <laughs> we'll get into that later, folks. But Fra- Fra- Frankie, this just prompts me to ask you, because I don't know if we asked you this the last time you were on the show, but it, what is your favorite video game or video game franchise?
3: will go non-sports, obviously. I'm yes, gonna, non-sports. I'm going to say the top of my head right now that I can think of is the Marvel Alliance games for PS1, is that where it started, PS1, the first Marvel Alliance? I think it was, I think it was I PS2.
2: PS2, PS2.
3: Um,
1: yes, I think so.
3: If we mm-hmm. want to go, we're going to stick with that. If we want to go a little further back to the Nintendo days, uh, I think Zelda was probably the best game.
2: That's right, it was. Were you a yeah. fan of Zelda too?
3: Uh I was but I didn't really get that far it, in it. I don't I don't have the patience the way Anthony does and I know Larry has no patience to finish games because his track record is worse no, than wait, mine.
1: Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's right. that's
3: changing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've,
2: we've actually had discussions about this lately Frankie on how um, Larry's been finishing games and I've been struggling.
3: <laughs> it's hard, man. Short of Castlevania
2: so- 2. <laughs> games are hard. Yeah. Castlevania 2 I plowed through on live stream. <laughs> So how, I, how long did it take you? Uh, I think the total run time is about three hours. Um, and not only did not only did I complete it to to fulfill Larry's promise, I did it from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my hotel room at like four o'clock in the morning playing Castlevania two. Weird. No,
1: actually, it was pretty cool. Uh, no, Castlevania kind of 2 I can't deal with. But I have been, like Anthony said, I think it's just a change in patience. Or at least for me, mm-hmm. as I get older, my patience is actually starting to get a little bit better.
2: Which I find funny, because I always feel like as you get older, your patience wears thin.
1: Oh, I'm sure I'll hit that point eventually. <laughs> yes. Oh, get another guest on the show. <laughs> oh who's coming in? Oh, I see a little... Link. Oh, there he is, speaking a <laughs> witch. Oh, he looks, yeah, he looks ecstatic.
2: Uh, he's thrilled. He's very thrilled.
1: <laughs> Frankie, let me ask you this. Um, I think you kind of mentioned it before. Like you saying like when we started doing the podcast, you started listening to the podcast. You've always been, you know, a fan of video gaming. Has your purchase, purchasing, uh, what's one I'm looking for, Anthony? Per- ha- uh, habits, I'm, I guess. Um, yeah. I'm... Have they changed or increased now since? You know, you've listened to the show and you know, oh, you know, two of my friends are getting into all this retro stuff. Maybe it's high time I start recollecting.
3: Yes, yes, and no. Slightly. When I see the games that I like, like, I'm not just going to go, you guys seem to get every game that you possibly can to add to your collection. I'm getting just games that I know that I would want to play or I played in the past. Like I said earlier, any of the Marvel games. Um some of the Star Wars games. Um okay. th- those are the ones that i I like to grab. And, and anything anything that's that's based on, on the superhero stuff. Um what do I got here that I've been collecting? Oh um Devil May Cry, brand new. Um uh, I love Devil May Cry. Um an old South Park game I found, um that that I kept. Um Battlefront two. I mean I'm going. I got Playstation two games, Godfather, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the King. Those were good. Uh I got both of them. I got Ultimate Alliance. Um, I got. Do you that, have you know, the Buffy games? You know what? I do not, and I wish oh. I did. that was. Please, I cry every time I think about it. That was my biggest mistake. Was not holding on to that game. I really, uh, Frankie. You'll, you
2: you want to hear something else too? When, when I when I worked at one of my jobs, oh, one of my many jobs oh, out no. here
3: in the entertainment industry.
2: Um, and so, it's, th- it's going to be very sad because. Um, they, you know, the digital team was part of our team and they had to purge their closet. Oh God. There were no joke, like at least 50 Buffy games in there. Unbelievable. <laughs> the at first one, first First and second. Oh, first and one was right so good. And right in
3: the dog, right? Trash, right? right no,
2: trash? no, no, no. Not in the trash. They gave giveaway. Oh, okay. So, uh, so other people on the floor, like we used to do. Giveaways every two or three months, and they would just load everything in the conference room, and then you know, and and then just let, come in
3: and take what they let, want.
2: Let the vultures fly in and <laughs> grab what they can. If um, you knew
3: then what you knew now,
2: oh, they'd all be in my house, right? Or <laughs> in or,
3: or in my attic, sold,
2: or in your attic, uh, or sold yes. at this point. Yeah. um uh, but i but but it's always funny when you watch people when you offer them something for free it doesn't matter what it is oh yeah no
3: they'll take.
2: you me. just see the worst in people like literally i remember walking around there and i was at, like i was looking at a box of t-shirts and this woman comes running over and she's like that's mine that's my box and i'm
0: like <laughs> and i'm
2: like jesus i go it's got like a couple of simpson shirts in it i'm like R- relax
3: lady i'm like
2: no let me rephrase that relax Person I've worked with for two years.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. There's an act there's a buffy game for Game Boy Color.
2: Yeah,
1: there was. There's
3: a buffy game for
1: I'm sure like mobile probably.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. This is an actually app. it was
3: when it was when
2: they were it was when they were doing the, the great game purge of uh, of um you know two thousand twelve or thirteen when I got my hands on the futurama game for Playstation Two.
3: Yes. That the game was fun.
2: Uh, and mine is still shrink-wrapped.
3: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Which was the first Buffy game? Chaos Bleeds?
2: No, it was the
1: second one. I think it was just called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, just called Buffy the Vampire and Slayer. And that was for Xbox. Uh, yes. Xbox and PlayStation, I want to say. hmm Right.
2: The, the, the second one came out on um, Xbox, PlayStation 2, and GameCube. Oh, oh yeah, it did, one. yeah. It did, because I believe, I th- I believe <clears throat> Chaos Bleeds that I have is for GameCube.
1: Oh, okay. So, so, yeah. Much underrated system. Frankie, let me ask you this as well. You know, I know you said you, you also shop, like when you go to the g- garage sales, you shop for yourself, which is good. Do you ever buy a game that maybe it's more like, do you buy them with the sole intent to play? Or do you buy them almost like to display, almost like a piece of art or something like that? Because some games I have bought are really more strictly for display.
3: No, they go right. They go right in the cabinet, never to be seen again.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> nice. Yeah,
3: to collect yeah, in
2: value. Yeah, I find I do that when I go to Japan. When I go to Japan, like if there's a really beautiful cover, like I bought the I bought um, the Final Fantasy games for um, uh, Famicom and Super uh, Famicom in Japan, and I only bought them because the box art was beautiful. I mean, I can I can never play those games because you know I I can't read kan- uh, kanji. Uh, or, you know, so, but they're pretty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like the two Sega CD games I have. I have Sonic CD mm-hmm. and Shining Force 3. I don't have a Sega CD. so Which I more. still
2: hate you for, by the way.
1: <laughs> for display. And if I ever get my hands on Sonic, uh, Sonic, on Shining Force 3, the U.S. version, oh, that's boy. my holy grail.
2: Yes, that well, that's my holy grail, I've always, specifically because I've always wanted to play it.
1: Oh, yeah. So, Frankie,
2: if you ever come across a Shining Force 3. Shining you know, Force 3. For Saturn. Yep. for Sega okay. Saturn. Remember you who's know, your friend. You, you know, yeah, you know who to call. <laughs> you call your friend who owns a Sega Saturn. Remember whose house he came to
1: when we ordered that giant crate of Clicks and had a good time. <laughs> oh, my. And who, whose parents treated yeah. you like one of their own.
3: I don't think I was invited to that one. What actually. are you talking... To- what? You were uh, there. How could I forget? Frankie knows where his
2: bread is buttered.
3: <laughs> what Anthony said I, I should have died that day or something, I heard that, I heard that podcast. I heard-, I heard that comment. Wait, wait, wait.
1: You- Verdi you talking about? Yeah,
2: Verdi. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, I was going to say, yeah. wait a minute. I've never I've never wished death upon you. <laughs> what, is- what the
3: hell?
1: Look, it got ugly. We were getting uniques. <laughs> I Things got you, crazy.
3: I... I- <laughs> I, I barely remember to be honest yeah, with you. Rippo
1: still stole my Joker unique and I've never gotten over it. Uh, I it. Still,
3: no, so. and I, I still have
2: it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I um, sold, I sold I sold a lot of them. I think I sold them all actually. Did you? I still have I still have all of my hero clicks. I don't yeah. know where mine are. Yep. I got enough stuff that I that I like to keep for myself. It's time it was time to get rid of certain things that i am never gonna look at.
2: Understandable. Mm-hmm. And speaking of, Frankie, when when you come across um when you come across any video games um, that you buy and want to turn over, I know you've done this for me sometimes, but always let us know because you may actually just wind up selling them to us.
3: Um, I will. I definitely will. Next time something comes in or I look for stuff or when I pick things up, you know. Is there a, is there a holy grail that you're looking for when you're out there shopping?
2: Or maybe for yourself, I'm talking like video, maybe video
3: game wise? Nah, nah, it is not. Okay. Uh, I thought I wanted um I wanted a PSP for a while and I got one. I was kinda of searching for that and somebody had one and actually gave me one. Um Nah, there's no really holy grail. Nothing that I could think of.
2: He okay. has no love. No, there's there's no love. it's all, it's
3: all, it's all, it's all about the dollar. That's it. That's the all, all. eighty yeah. dollar. Yeah, um tax free. Cash in hand. Can't, <laughs> can't go wrong. Tax uh, free. That's what finished. you want to say on the. I air. Say, that's, 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 that's that's like that's like mob money. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the garage sale law. It's it's totally legal. Garage Larry. sale law. I love it. Are you laughing thinking it's a joke? But it's I believe you. True. No, no, no. You're no. You're, ab-
2: you're absolutely right because yeah. you know if it's cash, it goes right in your pocket.
3: There
2: you
0: yeah. go. Yeah. All
1: right. So, okay. Frankie.
3: Thank you.
1: Thank you. You are quite you welcome. For Thanks show. for
3: having me on, guys. I think that's my cue that I gotta go. Yeah, we're kicking you uh, off it, it, Like it, every it, other Messina, your, your, all you do your, is
2: talk. So it's your wow. See, this is why this is why I'm the host of the show because <laughs> I, I I'm strangely enough, I'm
3: the nice one. <laughs>
2: what? Frankie, I would never kick you off of anything.
3: Yeah, well, you know, Anthony answers my phone calls and texts me back.
2: Oh, Larry, you know. All right. You call me when
1: I'm working like, and when I'm in the yeah, car. I know.
2: Larry, let's be honest. He, really got, he, calls me, he calls me when I'm in meetings and I pick up the phone or and leave. <laughs> he does. <laughs> it's a, what? I'm, I'm like, can't. wait, I'm like, excuse me, I got to take this. I go outside, Frank, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, insane. Oh, and I got and, and tomorrow I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie, thank you so much for being on our 100th episode. Guys, thank you.
3: I I appreciate it.
2: Like Larry said, we may not have been able to make it this far without you. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, no, you were good stuff. And Frankie, we got to get out there. uh, I don't know. Maybe one day when uh, Anthony heads out over here, we'll head to your Neck of the Woods, if possible. There's a couple good spots
2: out. I'm dying to hit that yestercade like there's no tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Next time I visit, we got to hit that up. Oh, and Frankie, Comic-Con next year in San Diego.
3: You, you're gonna try
2: it for next year. You're gonna try. Oh it no, there? I'm I'm getting one because I found out I can get um, a business pass through my office.
3: Well, you said that you may be able to get that this year, and you
2: yeah, but you it was too it? late. It, no, it was too late when I looked, but I can definitely get it for next year. And not only can I get it for next year, it comes with an extra pass.
3: I just dropped everything that was in my hand,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Frankie. I'll tell you right now, he already gave me a solid no when I asked. So. Oh
3: wow. <laughs>
1: No, but so I, would, was, I would, I would, I would. Of course, it's, well, it means more to this, Frankie. Of course,
2: this has been Frankie's dream I mean, for absolutely. a very long time. Yeah, well, and, you know, my beautiful wanted... wife,
3: she she attempted to get us tickets this year, right? She that really was did. that was that was my wedding gift, and we we lost the the cutoff date, and we and because I wasn't paying attention, I think, <laughs> and we and we didn't get. I didn't, wasn't able to get tickets. Yeah, so like life gets in the way of things. But, it uh, yeah, does, sure. but you
2: know what. As long as my
3: business pass goes
2: through and all that stuff, we're covered for next right. year.
3: I'm going to try and sign up for it also,
2: see if we can get tickets, just in and case. Then you, and, and then you can sell them for a higher price at a garage sale. Or, or to me. There Sports you go. Larry. Uh,
6: we're all just right.
2: going to invade. We're going to invade Comic-Con next year. I like it. Sounds good. All, all guys,
3: right. Thanks for having me. Anthony, I, uh, I'll give you a call later, and we'll discuss the uh, Sega CD.
2: All right, that sounds good. And I'll, I'll, the right I'll, guys.
3: I'll All call right. you to I'll, I'll, that. I, I will up I will up my amount to $5. $5. We've got to go a little higher. Larry? $6. I, I, I'm good. I'm good. All right, Sold. guys. Have fun tonight. Thanks. Enjoy your day.
1: You too. All right. We're back. This, are we? Are we back? We are. And this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt because... Damn right
2: this is going to hurt. For 100 (laughs) episodes,
1: as you hear, there's Uh, another voice on. For 100 episodes, we've been talking about it. Anthony's been bashing it for more than 100 episodes. He's been bashing it for, I guess, almost 20 years.
2: And now... Ever ever since I stuck my eyes in it and was scarred for
1: life. You set it up on your your dining room table. You looked in and you said, nope, this is not good.
2: You're lucky it didn't wind up in the trash then. And
1: now this is the... This is the first time we got both of them on, so back That's right. on the show, uh, former co-host and the person who really gave life to hashtag VB sucks.
4: Pound yeah. Charlie,
1: Charlie, welcome <laughs> back, my friends. <laughs> Thank As- you.
5: And why don't you. And Larry, why don't you tell the audience Wait, your, you, what shirt? What, what do, do, you do you
1: see, see Larry? Larry. Boy, what one's clearly that, been man? through the wash than the other one. Um, <laughs> it is the hashtag VB sucks shirt that is available right now at tchip dot com. Go there for Thank all you. your retro gamers and VB sucks merchandise. So yeah, barley the- how you doing?
2: I'm okay. How are you? I can't complain. You know, we're, we're you know we're pretty spry for hundred. So <laughs> uh, we've been. Uh, We've been just like going. We've been going down memory lane, and uh, I'm looking forward to probably. I'm looking forward to this segment more than any other segment on our 100th episode. Oh, oh me too. Now you know, being the co being the co host of episode 94,
5: which of course is a wonderful number for you and me, Anthony. Best year ever. Ah, uh, yes, it is. Ah, I've been listening since the first. Also, Rangers, right? Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah. See? You know. Yeah. We can't beat right. you, but we can beat everybody else. Um,
2: <laughs> It's true and sad. Yeah, go figure. Oh well, that's okay. Both teams will suck next season.
5: Uh, I think the Rangers are going to do better than anyone thinks.
2: Uh they—you know—they—they they may surprise. You know, they always do well in the—you vi- uh, know—in the video games that I play. But usually, I'm the Rangers. So,
5: oh, <laughs> uh, except for that one time at the retro gaming expo, and I shall have my revenge. Ah, uh, waves of cold. steel. Ah, yeah, I—I've so- you know, whooped you. Wolf yeah, so at the skating rink that Mary goes and um, ice skates at. They have an arcade console of Blades of Steel. The only problem is it doesn't work.
2: Ah!
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. that's fixed. Well, yeah, guys, my only hockey thing will be uh, screw the Maple Leafs. So, Charlie, uh, you've been... Uh, you have you know, been, been, in- been a hockey fan
2: long enough to make that declaration. I have. I've, I'm going into my <laughs> third season of season tickets. Yeah, but that's only because they're, like... They're, they're right by you. No, they're after in Brooklyn.
5: Well, so, That's because the Islanders, the question is which one's worth less, the Islander season tickets or a Virtual Boy?
1: Oh. oh. They didn't even let me get started here. Holy cow, no.
2: already, the barbs. This is going to hurt, folks. You and, know, and, I, and, I, and I'd hate to give a compliment to the Islanders, but the we do know what the answer is, the Virtual Boy. <laughs> yeah.
1: The Islanders are a wonderful organization. So, yeah. Charlie um, – You've been listening, like you said, pretty much since day one. Uh, yeah. My introduction to you was, I think you're the reason why my virtual boy broke at last year's Long Island Retro Gaming Expo, as I thought you would just, because I didn't know who you were, and here's this gentleman <laughs> running over to the table, grabbing my virtual boy and practically running Audio away yelling, BB sucks. That's true, too. But I didn't know where it was coming from. It was chaos. Yeah. A lot was happening at once.
5: Yes. Yes, it was, and that is why I will no longer. Well, I did post that doghouse gaming in Quakertown, which is only about forty-five minutes south of me, has one.
1: Yes, no, that you did. Yeah. So, but uh,
2: no, you've you've definitely been an integral part of the show. Like I said. Well, and what's awesome about this is that uh, we are. This is this is going to be monumental. For uh, yeah, for Charlie and me, because- well, let's
5: finish, let's finish the whole story, okay? Yes. So we all know, how, you know how much Larry's infatuated with virtual boy. How mm-hmm. at the expo he wanted to he said he was going to play with it in bed, and I just left it at that. Um, so at that point, when, is, you, when
2: you when you grabbed it, you should have just thrown it.
5: No, I wasn't going to do that to him because uh, at the time I actually exactly. wanted to see him get one, but then he accused me of breaking it, and now the tables have turned. <laughs> so now <laughs> nah, I have nah, to point. Nah, yeah. Yep. See, yeah, well,
2: see, Larry. It's see how easy it is to make enemies in life.
5: <laughs> <laughs> although I head. am gonna, I, I will admit, I will be upset if this thing actually does get destroyed in front of him. I will actually, I might be a little upset for it. Although I'll probably be sipping the whiskey as you do it. So.
2: Oh well, well, well Charlie. I mean, if if you happen to be in New York that day when it oh. happens. Oh yeah, you need, I'm there. Yeah, you you need to witness it. Oh, I'm there. You definitely yeah. need to oh. witness it. I, I will be the one I, I will be the
5: cameraman while you're destroying it a la office space while Larry is crying in the
2: corner. <laughs> oh man, this is this assuming, is be assuming epic. you win. Yeah. Assuming I win. Assuming I win. That is that is you true. Win. And actually we'll we're actually gonna um, we're gonna tally our current um, totals in our next segment. So when you listen to the one hundredth episode on Tuesday, um, you'll be able to find out exactly where we both stand. Exactly.
1: I have high hopes. I have
2: yeah. high hopes. And, you know, and yeah, speaking so of the makers of the Virtual Boy. Uh, and, on, and on that note, <laughs> and when I say that note, I mean this ultra low note, I think we need to segue right into the retro reject for this week. And if you haven't figured it out, I think we've said it three times already. Um, this. Weeks, Retro Reject is on none other than the Virtual Boy. <laughs> 100 episodes
1: scathed it, because I don't normally, I'm going to pull the curtain back, I don't normally know what the Reject is going to be, or the Spotlight sometimes when we were doing it. You yeah. know, the show's evolved over 100 episodes, uh, but Anthony's been kind enough to put the Virtual Boy, you know, uh, you know, on the side. Don't, don't touch it. But I guess now yeah. for episode 100, it's time yeah. to break out the big it's guns. Dumb.
2: Oh yeah, now this, this this one has definitely earned it. So um, I'll
1: point out the positives, folks. Don't worry, I'll be here. That, that left to, a
2: million of them were sold. You know, point
1: counterpoint.
2: Okay, we're gonna, Larry, point out the positives right now. Has two. That's so- it. Two that was of it. them. That was all of them. Uh, all like them right that. there. Thank yeah.
1: you. Yeah. I just gonna throw yeah. it to you too on this one. I, this is easy for me. <laughs>
2: All right, all right, here we go. Okay, so uh, the Virtual Boy, which um, if you do not know at this point, um, you haven't been listening at all. Um, so the Virtual Boy was manufactured by Nintendo. And you know what? I mean, what I like about the Retro Rejects is to say also is we also learn stuff, too. So, um, oh, And there are, there, there are actually some interesting things in the history of the Virtual Boy, um, even though it's, you know, the most reviled system in existence.
1: Real quick, before you get into it, just super fast. Charlie, have yes. you ever actually tried it? Virtual boy,
2: no, okay, yeah, it never <laughs> shoots
1: his eyes. Is never well, been well there.
5: you were gonna let me try it at the expo. We couldn't find a plug at the table, so
1: right.
5: yeah, but then it was broken anyway. So it's not like I would have been able to experience it anyway. So that's probably a sign that it's a good thing that I didn't
2: actually. It, pro- it, it probably runs better broken.
1: I think you were about to start the the the. Yes, meta. I was.
2: I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> so the first Virtual Boy manufactured by Nintendo. Its original release date was July 21st, 1995 in Japan. Uh, in the U.S., it came out a few weeks later, August 14th, 1995. Okay. So, actually, this week is the 23rd anniversary of the release of the Virtual Boy. Right on our 100th episode. Boo! Oh. Now... The better date to note is that it was discontinued by Japan on December 22nd, 1995, giving it a shelf life of exactly five months and one day. They didn't even (laughs) allow the Christmas rush. Wow. That's like canceling a new television show after the pilot. (laughs)
1: And some Just, of those go down in it. Some of those go
2: down in infamy. Like, could have been a good pilot. Yeah, but they were canceled after one episode because it sucked. <laughs> Moving on, um, the Virtual Boy was discontinued in the United States March second of ninety six. So it actually had a longer shelf life in the U.S. than it did in Japan, Fair which enough. is interesting. Um, That's because we were slow to realize how crappy it was. Well, you know, you know, Americans, uh, I. I, I I'll admit it. Americans may be a little bit slower than the Japanese because Japanese are always a cutting-edge technology. So we just Perfect really example the original Super Mario Brothers. Too it was too it was deemed too hard for us Americans. That's right. So they didn't release it here. Instead, we got that crappy one where you pick up turnips and throw them at things. <laughs> I think they were right. No, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They were turnips,
5: turnips and radishes. I actually, had the, I actually had that debate with somebody one day because we were trying to figure out how to get the stopwatch, and I was like, five radishes, no, five terms. So wait, what's the big one? Uh, for the rest, geez. as everyone you know, Super Mario, the original Super Mario Two is my favorite one in the in the series franchise, and I'm and I'm the one who posts the random pictures of me playing it. Like when I had Luigi on top of Bowser yeah. above the
2: bricks in World Seven Four. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, you should definitely do a playthrough online. That would be fun.
5: Oh, when you come out, well, when you come out east, you can come be the cameraman while I do it. <laughs> sounds like sounds like a plan. That's what I'm saying he wants to get paid. That's right. All right, back wait, to the, mean, wait, wait, wait. You mean paid like that goddamn uh, HDMI cord? So been what else for, you got 15? on the
1: Virtual Boy, there, my friend? All right, so <laughs>
2: back, back, back to the Virtual Boy, which was not available on HDMI. Um, <laughs> as 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 Charlie, thank God. Uh, as Charlie said earlier, it did sell under a million units. Um, the total number of units sold was seven hundred seventy thousand worldwide, not just in Japan, not just in the US. Eww. Worldwide, yeah. And how? And um the system was only released in Japan and the US. No other country wanted it. Oh, I know. I Wait, they didn't want
1: it? I think it was more just the, the marketing and get to
2: it. Uh, no, I think you know what? I mean, it, it, you know, Estonia looked at it and just said no, thank you. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you no. Know, Luxembourg was like, I'll pass. Old Morocco. Mongolia wouldn't even allow it into the country. <laughs> Couldn't get past the <laughs> Anyway, but just to give you an idea on the, um, the, um, how this was segmented in terms of sales, of the 770,000 units, 630,000 were sold in Japan, and only 140,000 were sold in the U.S., and all
5: of them were returned within 24 hours because it just sucked that bad. Not
1: all of them. Yeah.
5: Okay, now, so, which is now for, sitting somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, right?
1: Ah, uh, ouch, ouch. No, it's in a heap a somewhere because someone was a hero during Hurricane Sandy and well, took
2: everyone's well, garbage. Uh, if you just think about it, like somebody who goes like snorkeling or you know deep sea diving, if they if they if they lose their mass, they can find a replacement somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> What's oh, this no, no. red mask here at the bottom of the ocean?
5: It's probably sitting next to one of the old submerged red birds off the coast, too. Oh. <laughs>
1: okay. So, anyway. Welcome to episode 100, people. All, <laughs> everything's floating at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs>
2: okay. So, to, uh, to start with the actual inception of The Ritual Boy, which I pointed out, was released in 1995. We actually have to go back 10 years to 1985. Um, which means that Doc and Marty could have actually stopped this from happening. Um, so in 1985, there was a red LED eyepiece display technology invented called Scanned Linear Array. And it was developed by a Massachusetts-based technology company.
4: Okay.
2: That company was the one who produced a 3D stereoscopic head tracking prototype called the Private Eye. And that was actually the the inception of the Virtual Boy. It was, uh, it was called The Private Eye, and it featured a tank game. And it was the first uh, – it was basically their way of pitching to video game companies about the possibility of creating a 3D video game. Now, huh. Huh. they pitched it at the consumer electronics market that year, uh, and they initially pitched it to toy companies like Mattel and Hasbro. Um, they passed – and then they tried pitch. And then they tried pitching it to Sega. Sega passed because they thought the single color display was an issue because games were coming out in full color at the time. Mm. This one was just working in one color, and they were also concerned that people were going to get motion sickness from it because you know you're constantly moving your head around with the with the with the uh, whatever you were in there. In that case, you were a tank. Mm. So when the private eye was pitched to Nintendo. Um they actually got excited about it. So at the time, the general manager of research and development at Nintendo, um I'm gonna butcher his name. I'm sorry. I apologize if you're still alive. Uh Gunpei Yokoi or Yokoi, I don't know. Um, who, by the way, invented the Game and Watch and the Game Boy. Yeah, this guy yeah, so this guy was actually Yeah. I mean this guy was a big, yeah, Meatloaf sang a song about that. Um, he so, a concert, though. Yeah, I can I can imagine. Um, so this guy, you know, this guy's definitely like you know one of the one of the big guys over at Nintendo. I mean, at the time in '85, you know, he he had it in the Virtual Boy, uh, the Game Boy. I'm saying wasn't out yet, but you know, the Game and Watch consoles were successful. The Game Boy, one of the most successful handhelds in the history of video games. I'll have mine. There you go. I still my have
5: one. Daughter
2: loves playing it. There you go. Tetris was the best on the Game Boy. Yeah, uh, I time. Yeah. So, when um, when you um, when you, <laughs> I'm just going to call him Gun Gunpay, I don't know. When Gunpay saw this, <laughs> he got excited about it, started doing research and development um, on it because Nintendo always wanted to be ahead of the game. And if they thought and they thought 3D technology was going to be the next step of gaming eventually, they wanted to be first. So the, when they started developing the Virtual Boy, it was developed under the code name. Larry, do you know the code name of what the Virtual Boy was called?
4: Um... When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're gonna be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. <laughs> RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum.
3: Why do millions of Americans choose to sleep on Bowling Branch sheets? Is it the 100% organic cotton? Is it that they get softer and softer over time? Customers can't stop raving about these sheets, and there's no better time to try them for yourself or give them to someone you love. Right now, Bolin Branch is offering their best deals of the year, and you can get their incredibly soft sheets at incredibly low prices. Just go to BolinBranch.com
4: to shop their best deals today. That's B-O-L-L and Branch.com today. See site for details. Mr. M- M-
2: come on, come on! You're, you're the virtual boy expert. I don't hey. remember. I want
1: to say like Virtual Sixty Four, but no.
2: Oh, no Times no. up. We'll give you a consolation prize, a decent system. Um, so the codename of the, the code of the project was VR32. Oh, I was close. That was close. It was VR32. Um, it was At that time, it was actually shifted over the, uh, to Nintendo's third research and development team. They had multiple research and development teams. The major uh, – so while they're – oh, I'm sorry. My mistake. RD3 was actually working on the N64 at the same time. So they had the N64 in the works at the same time the Virtual Boy was in the works. Okay. Four years. It took four years to develop the actual system itself. Um, and according to the article I read, it took them that long to get the VR32 vision into an affordable and health-conscious console design. Makes because sense.
1: Because testing
2: Right, testing was an issue. Now they chose the color red because it was the
5: cheapest. Um the other thing about red also, against a dark background, the eyes e- adjust easily to red. That's why on the that's why on the R one sixties and the one forty two, basically the new tech trains in the New York City transit system, that's why the front signs above the um, above the cab door are black
2: with really with the red. Oh yep. wow. Who knew we would be connecting the you know the New York Transit System with the Virtual Boy? Uh, my mind, my, my mind is blown. My
1: mind is blown. And human
2: anatomy and physiology.
1: <laughs> uh, yes, A little bit of three. Well, all and all have wonderful
2: histories. Yes, except for Virtual Boy. Except um, infamy, infamy, not history. Um, so, and to your point, what you were just saying, you know, red on black. Like to your point, they were saying. When you were looking at the red on black, it actually gave you that that sense of infinite depth. And that's what was creating the 3D element to it. Any other color, if they had released it with a color LCD system, which they did try to do when they were testing, the system itself would have cost over $500. And in 1995, that's a lot of money. It, it didn't know.
1: stop 3DO or Neo Geo. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, hell,
2: I mean, today I won't pay $500 for a system, and it's 2018. You can't imagine anybody would pay for it back in 1995. But then again, people didn't pay for it anyway. So so now the other thing to keep in mind, and this is something I learned from all my trips to Japan, the Japanese people get motion sickness very easily. They actually really? have very – yeah, yeah the, I don't know – I don't understand exactly what it is. Whenever we're designing, uh um, oh, Godzilla tremors. It could be um, whenever I'm designing when when I'm designing theme park stuff. The motion portion of it is always taken into account because Japanese people get motion sickness really easily. Um, it's a lot, and, and rides that we develop, we actually have to scale back the intensity of them specifically huh. for the Japanese market. It's interesting. Now with the Virtual Boy, this was a big deal. Um, So the Japan, the actual country in 1995, released the Product Liability Act, which meant that video game companies were were actually going to be held responsible for making things that would make people sick. (laughs) (laughs) So at so as a result of that. Nintendo had to eliminate the head tracking functionality. You know, how the PlayStation VR is a headset that you put on. I sure do. I'm staring at it right now. Yeah, that's what the Virtual Boy was supposed to be. But because of the Japan, because of the Product Liability Act in '95 that came out, that's when Nintendo decided to mount the Virtual Boy onto the stand because they weren't because they couldn't. Hmm. They wouldn't want to be liable for motion sickness. Yeah, that that
1: would be crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. it also would make sense as to why you call it a
2: virtual boy (laughs) I guess so Um, let's say okay so moving on now we're getting to the point uh, we're getting to E3 and the consumer electronics show in 95 now in 94 all they showed was the um, startup screen basically They they showed a prototype and a startup screen for the virtual boy now it's 95 E3, CES come up they show a 30-second clip of one of their games called Driving Demo. I don't know if Larry uh, – or maybe Driving Demo was just a demo. I don't know. I think I it was honestly. just a demo. Yeah, it was really just a demo, wasn't a game. Um, but the demo was supposed to be a Star Fox game showing an wing doing things. Um, but for some odd reason, they couldn't, they couldn't create it in time. So they just went with a simple Driving Demo. And then – um as after after e3 they were very confident now their sales projections after e3 were three million units in japan and 14 million units by march of 96 that's what they told the press we expect to sell 14 million units within the first within the first nine months
1: uh, charles you you, uh, you think that was a little uh off uh, uh you know shooting for the moon
5: uh past the moon and yeah just no Shoot
1: for the moon they they
5: they
2: shot for friggin' krypton <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to set we are a shooting, joke in there we are but shooting I can't. for a fictional planet in a dc comic <laughs> mm-hmm. what
1: what you saying charlie
5: i was going to try and i'm trying to figure out a uranus joke in there but i can't
1: <laughs> that's where they should have shoved these things oh wow Ayo. We're not holding right, like, back on one hundred people. <laughs> Good lord!
2: All right. So, so anyway, um, this this part I love also. So, while so now the Virtual Boy is about to get released, but at the same time the Nintendo sixty four is being designed at Nintendo. So there was actually like an internal competition between the two systems. Oh, like who, then, would, who would get it done first? Not so much who would get it done first, but which one, which one was going to wind up being better. Gotcha. Well, that's we all don't have that. We all don't yeah. have that. Should but um, apparently, at, because the N64 was being developed and it was doing so well, Shinjiro Miyamoto, course, this again, this is a story that somebody got, actually asked Gunpei to downscale the console Sales, like uh, they wanted to down downscale it in the market, so they can focus on the N sixty four because they knew the N. They were more confident that the N sixty four was going to be a hit. So, Nintendo sold the Virtual Boy at one. It was one seventy nine ninety five when it came out, so one hundred eighty bucks, which at the time was actually kind of expensive for a system. Yeah, because I remember that. Yeah. So, but, well, you got to remember. This was considered a handheld console. This wasn't considered a, a, an actual system. So but you still a, need a table to play it. Yeah, exactly. You still need a table to play it, but it was technically considered a handheld console, and as a result, when it came out for 180 bucks, it was considered high for a handheld. Um, it was cost a lot more than the Game Boy. Game Boy was nowhere near 180 bucks. Yeah, Game Game Boy was 100 bucks in
5: 1992.
1: Really? Yeah. It was only 100 bucks when it came out?
5: Yeah, 1992. It yeah. was $100. Really? Mm-hmm, yeah. okay. Yeah, and I bought mine from Consumers on 86th Street and 24th consumers. Avenue after I graduated elementary school in
1: 1992. <laughs> there you go. And it <sighs> still worked. The only game I bought from Consumers was Mario Paint.
2: Ah, uh, Mario Paint. <laughs> I have a soft spot for that game. So, anyway, Virtual Boy was released July 21st, 1995 in Japan, August 16th, 1995 in North America. Launch titles it were Mario's Tennis, Red Alarm, oh, Tellero, Tellero Boxer—I don't even know how you would say that—and um, Galactic Pin- Pinball, which Larry. Larry, Larry has. Two, Larry has two virtual boy games and no virtual boy, which I love. No,
1: I have one, two, three, four virtual boy games. Mm-hmm. One in box. Galactic Pinball is in box. Yeah.
2: Well, anyway,
1: and so, you still
5: have nothing to play it on.
2: Yeah, uh, and, well, and. Mario's tennis was actually a um, uh, a pack-in game that with the was virtual the boy. Game, yes. And here's 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 another little tidbit that I read online. Now, I don't know how true this is, but Shinjiro Miyamoto when the system was coming out actually told uh, Gunpei Yokoi not to use any Mario characters for any games. <laughs> they did not like he literally t- he literally requested that they not use Mario in any games on the Virtual Boy. So we already kind of know where this they they I think they kind of knew where this was headed before it I, even got on shelf.
1: How do you have a Nintendo system without Mario?
2: I don't know. Ask the GameCube. Remember, it came out with Luigi's Mansion.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that was
2: but,
5: yeah, but, but, uh, but, yeah. but Mario and Luigi are brothers. So that really doesn't count.
2: And the yeah, well, Luigi well, got well, his... you know what I mean. Yeah, but Dude. Mario and Stanley are cousins, and nobody talks about uh, Stanley. Stanley, <laughs>
5: yeah. I actually have Donkey Kong three on Nintendo, and yeah, there's a reason why they don't talk about Stanley. Well, yeah, I mean he
1: was a creep. <laughs> <laughs> to go back to the Game Zone, I mentioned this with Charlie when he was on on the show while you were gallivanting across the globe. You know, two of the best games, in my opinion were on the Virtual Boy.
2: Mm-hmm. And they were?
1: Mario Clash and huh
2: And you are the only person who's ever played them.
1: I, because, but I'm telling if you played it, if you would play it, you would see how awesome. Mario Clash... Defend just, your position. I'm, I'm about to. Here I go. Uh, Plaintiff? Yeah, whatever. So, <laughs> with Mario Clash, Mario Clash was more a version of Mario Brothers, kind of, sort of. And... Look, everyone knows I hate the original Mario Brothers. I just I'm not a fan of that game. But Mario Clash just put it in that 3D aspect, which worked out well. You still had to hit, you know, all the Koopas and and whatnots with the shells, but now you can throw them across and that that 3D aspect was really cool. Um, and the gameplay was just simple and straightforward. So that simple simple game, pick up and play. Good. Wario Land on Virtual Boy is a fantastic platformer, especially with the depth, which, look, the 3DS nowadays has got it locked with these type of games. And why there wasn't, and yes, here we go, lobbing the ball up, everyone getting ready to hit it out of the park. I don't know why they never released the Virtual Boy Virtual Console on the 3DS, because
2: it would have been perfect. How the hell are you going to play it? 3DS. 3D. Yeah, 3ds is actually 3D. The problem is though, how many how many kids want to play a game that's just all red and a bunch of lines and Yeah, I'm actually watching a video of it on YouTube right now.
1: We, you the see just one more thing, and then I'll I'll let you continue. The, that argument about wanting to play an all red, the Game Boy was green.
2: Yeah, but that was the Game That was the Game Boy. That was the original Game Boy. I'm talking about kids today. I'm not talking about... Oh, my, oh, like, oh I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, like okay, us. Okay, like us for like a retro release well, or something. But I'm talking about like how many people are you actually going to sell it to? Hold on. Is okay. it worth spending the money to develop it, to release it on the 3DS, to only go after a really tiny market?
5: Yeah. And plus, you know, the Game Boy, you know, yeah, the Game Boy was only one color, but you got to remember, it was also revolutionary for its time. So... The thing about you know the virtual boy, by that time it should have been more colors by then, so that
2: argument's kind of moot. Yeah, no, and I, plus plus and plus plus hashtag VB Sucks. Sounds <laughs> fine. The <laughs> what, what I, sucks. What I was gonna say was
1: there is a ton of Game Boy games on the virtual console on the three DS. So kids are already, yeah, playing, no, I have a few of them. you know, in black and white. At that point, well you can do you can put Very it into true. green, but black and white. Um so you know, the red is what it is. But continue on. I want to hear
2: Yeah, I, the yeah, I was like I, I really want to get back to my story, if you don't mind. And, and, and this is a it, it's like a fairy tale. You know, you know how fairy tales always have a lesson at the end of them?
5: Like I want yeah, to get to the virtual boy because I just watched 30 seconds of Mario Clash on YouTube and I had to shut it
2: off. Oh, stop it. I know. Virtual boys have been known to cause epilepsy. Well, uh, There's a giant so, warning when you turn it on. No, no, no. Not seizures. It actually gives you epilepsy. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> All games do. Oh, continue. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, so, Virtual Boy was released with Mario's Tennis as a pa- pack game, despite Shinjiro Miyamoto's, you know, <laughs> was immediately against it. <laughs> um, like I said before, Nintendo originally thought three million consoles would be sold in the beginning. <clears throat> However, when the system was released, it was released after Sony... And Panasonic and Sega had their next generation systems on the market. So even though it was a lower price, PlayStation, Saturn, and I don't even remember, what was the Panasonic one? Was that the 3DO? Uh, y- yes. Or, yeah,
1: because yeah, Philips was CDI. Yeah, 3DO. Right,
2: Philips was CDI. So you had three three major consoles already competing in the market, and then out comes the virtual voice. So timing for this was actually not very good either. <laughs> um, so. By the end of 1995, Nintendo had shipped a total of 350,000 units of the Virtual Boy. Okay. In the U.S., 350,000. Okay. I think so, that's a healthy number. Right. So the system. So, but out of the 350,000, only 130,000 were sold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which means wow. there are. Two hundred and twenty thousand of these in a probably in a ditch somewhere. A la E.T. from the you know the Atari days.
5: I was about to say that too, Anthony.
2: Yeah, so Larry, if you go scouring America, and if I were you, I'd start in Seattle, because that's where Nintendo of America Mm. is. You may actually find a dump site with a bunch of virtual boys buried. Or a warehouse. You know, that might okay. actually be that might actually be responsible for the fault line that we have on the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> by like I said, by March, the last official title that was released on the Virtual Boy was 3D Tetris. Uh, and that okay. was on March twenty second, nineteen ninety six. Now, despite how awful this thing sold, Nintendo actually had the nerve to show up to E three in ninety six announcing new si- new games for the system. Hoping hoping people would buy it even though they discontinued it. Really <laughs> because they were, ju- they were they just really? trying, they were literally trying to clear the shelves. <laughs> Wow, I didn't know that. They were just trying to clear the shelves. So, and uh strangely enough in in December of 96. So this is a year after the Game got uh, the system was discontinued. Um, there were actually 13,000 units sold in the month of December 96. I don't know why. There you go. That's for Christmas gifts for the
5: relatives you don't like.
2: I guess, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I was like it was it was basic it was basically the fruitcake of 96. Yeah. <laughs> don't
1: even don't know now. That's yeah. Oh. Well, okay. I think you just created a phenomenon.
6: Okay.
1: You
5: then, on Christmas.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. So that that's the long story of the Virtual Boy. Now I have a few. I have a few little like tidbits and things to throw out. Um, as we know, twenty-two games were released within its lifespan. All right. Only twenty-two, and I can actually run through them because it's such a short list. All right. So here we go: Galactic Pinball, Golf, Fun um, in Innsmith No Yakata. I think that was Japan. That's a rare
1: one. That's a rare one. Uh,
2: uh, Jack Brothers, Mario Mm -hmm. Clash, Awesome, Mario's Tennis, um, Nestor's Funky Bowling. Never had that one. uh, 3D Tetris. I said, uh, Panic Bomber, Red Alarm, SD Gundam Dimension War. Japan only. Space Invaders Virtual Collection, Japan only. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh,
2: Space Squash, Japan only. Okay. If you wanted to play 3D Squash, Teleroboxer, Boxer, V Tetris, Vertical Force, Virtual Bowling, Virtual Virtual Boy Wario Land, Virtual Fishing, Virtual Lab, Virtual League Baseball, and Water World. <laughs> Well, you had to have your one movie tie-in, so why not put Waterworld? They had it. it. Okay,
1: a
5: bad movie uh, and a bad console. I guess it
2: goes hand in hand. Yep. Yeah. Uh, moving on to one other thing. This is this was my favorite quote that I found online for the Virtual Boy. Ugh. Okay. Shinjiro Jiro Miyamoto. Uh, quote. But who will buy it? It's not portable. It's awkward to use. It's 100% antisocial, unlike multiplayer, Super Nintendo, and Genesis games. It's too expensive, and more importantly, the VR, quote-unquote, doesn't add to the game at all. It's just a novelty, end quote. Do you have who said that? No. Oh, okay. So.
1: I'll agree Anthony, with him with the VR. Anthony Rippo. <laughs> um, so. I'll agree with now, him.
2: The VR aspect. Right. Now, despite uh, despite all the Virtual Boy bashing, you know, the Virtual Boy has made a few cameos over the years, because as we know, Nintendo is great with callbacks. So even when stuff fails, they manage to do something with it. So the Virtual Boy makes a cameo appearance in a GameCube game. Larry, do you remember which GameCube game the Virtual Boy shows up in? I want to say Animal Crossing. Um no well there is an Animal Crossing where it does show up but on the GameCube it's actually Super Smash Brothers Melee oh of course uh, it can be seen on the shelves in the trophy collection <laughs> if if the game's language is set to Japanese so they only oh, put really it in the <laughs> yes huh uh the console also cameoed in um the Wii U game Game and Wario oh cool okay yeah. Uh, to your point, in Animal Crossing New Leaf, the virtual boy is a furniture prize that can be obtained from a fortune cookie. Ah, very cool. That's how I got mine originally. Yeah. And the fortune actually reads, I see much red in your future. Much red indeed. <laughs> <laughs> red of anger, red of
5: disappointment,
2: red of disappear. Um. Exactly. So in, uh, Super, also, in Super Smash Bros. Brawl, um, all of the games that were manufactured for the Virtual Boy in North America appear in the form of a list within the Chronicle section. Oh, okay. Which is interesting. Yeah. And then, last but not least, in the Simpsons game, during the intro cutscene to the level, Bartman begins, while Bart goes to Sequel Stop to order a copy of Grand Theft Scratchy, there's a per- poster of the Virtual Boy that reads, Have you seen me? Really? <laughs> In the Simpsons game, which
1: I don't yes. think was released on a Nintendo console. It may have been on GameCube. Yeah. That's correct. I got, I had that on
2: PS3. I got to go check that out. Yeah. Huh. Um, okay. That's the end of the Retro Reject for the Virtual Boy, which to me has definitely been one of my most favorite Retro <laughs> Spotlights, Retro Reject ever. However, as fate would have it, Charlie, um, Anthony. Th- there's actually a bit of Virtual Boy news in 2018. Nintendo's Virtual Boy is getting a revival thanks to an emulator for the Oculus Rift VR headset. Right. <laughs> ah. I may have to get an Oculus Rift. Charlie, you in with Yeah. Me- so, <laughs> Jay Mattis, who's the founder of an indie game developing company called High Horse Entertainment, has released the VB Gin emulator for the Oculus Rift headset. Allowing users to play Virtual Boy games using modern VR technology. That's... I like that. About time. About time. This is the part that that I like, though. The emulator contains two modes. One where the screen is fixed and static, like the original Virtual Boy. um, And the other where the screen exists in its own world so you can move closer and further away from the display so you don't have to... (laughs) The the
1: PS4... (laughs)
2: Does that. Keep it stuck. Yeah, so you don't got to keep it stuck. Um, so yeah, so Larry, you may actually get some virtual boy play. You just have to buy yourself an Oculus Rift for $10 million. Mm.
5: An investment I don't lower. think that would count towards the contest, though.
2: No, no, it definitely wouldn't. No, it doesn't. Although, I'd, uh, although I'd try to make it count.
5: <laughs> no, nah, you can't.
2: So Charlie, was, was that everything you ever hoped for and then some? Mm. No, no, you're disappointed?
5: Oh, uh, disap-
2: well, are you are you disappointed like the Virtual Boy? Yeah, well.
1: Do you want a Virtual Boy?
5: Be, I have no desire for a Virtual Boy. I mean, hell, it's probably still sitting on the shelf at the place I sent it. Sent you guys as to where
2: it's being <laughs> sold right now. I'll tell you this much: I'm really looking forward to owning my Virtual Boy for the 20 seconds I'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn
1: it! Ah. Oh. Whatever. It's gonna be
5: like that scene in Office Space. Although I could probably, good get, I probably could get you a bulldozer if you really wanted one. No,
1: no. Wait, wait, wait. No, Charlie,
2: are you serious? Can you get me a bulldozer? <laughs> I got friends who have farms. Oh, oh man, <laughs> Charlie, you just upped the game. Because not only. Will I get to destroy it with a sledgehammer? I get to roll over the little pieces with a bulldozer? <laughs> Possibly. <sighs> All right, we got we got to
1: talk. Charlie, thank <laughs> you for being on the show this week for episode 100. <laughs> well, Anthony, you have to win the contest first. Oh, trust me. I'm going to win it now. We're going to find out in oh. a little while. Um, w- one final thing on my end, and, and Charlie, don't worry. I will edit this part out that I promise you, but I just want to confirm uh, you're still at.
2: Yes. He just he, he sent you a, an HDMI cable. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time. Literally just ordered it. guaranteed, guaranteed delivery it? July 24th. It said. How long? Ten, is the cable? ten foot cable. Okay, we're good then. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will say, Charlie, that seeing seeing your NES Mini or your Famicom Mini just hanging from the wall, not cool, man. Oh But I get it. it it's how you got a game right now. Yeah, right
5: now because I also lost the original I couldn't find the original plug for it, so I have a very long USB cable because the power cord's the same as a Android
1: phone. Yes, cord. yes it
5: is. So that's, that's I would have a a to cool about- that to run to the plugs, so
1: Well there you go. Expect it in the mail. Congratulations.
5: Thank you. Only took a year.
2: <laughs> you know those those things are expensive. Wait, oh wait. So, uh, Charlie, thank you very much for being on the you show. Had a, you, had a, you had a better, you had a better ch- chance of getting a virtual boy before you get the HDMI
5: cable. I actually you, probably could. I could probably just go drive twenty minutes south, you know, half an hour south right now and go get it.
2: Oh, and you know what, Charlie? I wanted to share this with you, and it is rich retro game related. I was going through my old PC games because I put the I've had this thing for like twenty years. Okay, and I have for Mac and PC the complete history of the New York Rangers. As of nineteen ninety six. Oh wow, Charlie's got it. I've never seen his eyes that open wide open before. Oh,
1: you've never yeah. seen
5: me in front of a. r you've never seen me in front of a topless redhead then.
1: Fair enough.
2: <laughs> uh, I am not gonna say anything.
1: That's where episode one hundred five <laughs> will be as we record live.
2: <laughs> from Spanky. Uh, no. I also I also have the PC version of NHL ninety six. Nice. That's how I used to play this. Yep. Nice. Rangers won the cup in this game. Yay. Yay. They win it in every cup. But anyway. Yay. Charlie, do you have any parting
5: words? Mm. Uh so nah. Nah, right, but, good. Well you sure? I gotta say, you know, I I enjoy the podcast. Thank you for having me twice. I will definitely come back again, obviously. We would but, love to have you. Oh yes. And you know, when you come back east. Guys, come on up for Come on up on a Saturday. I got the systems. We can go, you know, between all the farmers markets and yard sales and crap down here in the retro game sh- game stores around here. You guys would make
2: a killing. I'm making a vow to come up there uh, when I'm visiting for Christmas. Yeah, there we go. And maybe we'll I'll take it happen. along as well.
5: we'll, make we'll make
2: happen. Get this break, awesome. Larry, Larry, will come with me. He'll sleep on the floor.
5: Uh, and, and and I got and I got the butcher right down oh. the street, so you get some good bacon.
2: Ooh. And you know what? And and when I, and when we come, you'll get the bulldozer.
5: <laughs> Possibly. Well, th- that depends. That depends. When does the contest end?
2: Technically, the contest ends on December 31st. We did do a solid year, but I think by the time we get to Christmas, it. Sh- I think it should already be. It's like a mercy early. rule. Uh, yeah, nah, you in gotta fact- go,
5: you gotta go to start, you gotta go year to year. That's what the no, deal was. No
2: no, 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 I understand that. But I think the mercy rule is actually gonna come out in the next segment of this show. <laughs> we'll see.
1: Stay tuned. Charlie, thank you very much for being one of our biggest supporters, one of our biggest fans. Uh we really yep. appreciate it.
5: Thank you, gentlemen. Keep up the good work. And pound sign
1: VB sucks. That's right. All right, we're back. We're moving along here with episode one hundred. Uh two big time segments two big-time guests uh fans of the show uh frankie and charlie and now and we have a gentleman who quite frankly i think f- while we record is the bane of my existence i love him otherwise he's an amazing he is human. my
2: he is my favorite person in 2018 <laughs> <laughs> Like, if I can give him one of those sashes, like, you know, Miss Universe wears, like, I would give him one. <laughs> oh,
1: that, I, all right, I want to I, I see that now. For some reason, I want to see him in a sash. I don't know why.
2: And,
1: and nothing else? We're not going to go that far, because <laughs> I already have issues with his uh, broadcast partner on a different show. So, I'd like to introduce <laughs> right now, from Victims and Villains, from the PS Midnight cast, from our Pod Brotherhood Josh, who probably is the one person who's been on this show more more
6: than anybody else, than anybody else besides
2: <laughs> us, too. Josh, uh-huh. welcome Hel- back. Hello, Captain Nostalgia.
6: What's up? So I actually had to stay—this is really challenging to stay quiet during that introduction. <laughs> um, and, Why, were, you, and
2: were, you, were you that excited about the idea of the sash?
6: Yeah, I am. And, like, there's nothing stopping you, I mean— no, there's Don't a lot you...
2: stopping me, but that's besides the point. So I'll just get I'll get a sash that says like Miss um, Retro Gamer
6: 2018. <laughs> I'll, dude, you do it, and I I will wear it for a month. in every YouTube video that we do.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So wait, I have to look this oh, up right now. Um, um Let's see. Contest
6: sash, and I will link this episode and your shop. In our descriptions. Oh man! Oh, okay. for all
1: future
2: episodes, for a, for a little
1: just,
6: while. Just, just, just for the, just for the sash episodes. Of
2: course, of course. Okay, I have, I have a friend who does like scrapbooking and stuff like that, and she makes things. So I, I may have to call in a favor. <laughs> that might be that might, that might be my birthday gift for this year. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs>
1: Josh, one hundred episodes we're at, and I gotta say, you victims and villains have been a huge part of the show, of the network, of every a lot of things that we do. And first and foremost, I think I speak for Anthony when I say, you know, thank you very much for definitely, you know, coming along for the ride here uh, for for majority of the episodes Uh, because I think you you we met you early on. I think.
6: Yeah, I met you guys right around 20, like 18 or 19 or something like that. And I think our first crossover was with you guys. You guys were like doing like, it was somewhere between like 25 and 30. Yeah. And so we've been we've been friends for a while. Yep. And, you know, first off, you know, congratulations on turning 100. And we had to, we got to have you guys on for our 100th episode and talking about uh, phil hartman and the mm-hmm. simpsons and mm-hmm. but i mean it's like i feel like this like when you would do podcasts like what you have as many frequent guests on as as we've had on there are some that you have that'll just be featured on a one-off and then you have like genuine friendships that we've been able to do through here and like it's not just it's not just the retro gamers but like i've gotten to know uh, you know, a lot of the the friends that you guys have, and whether it's you know Anthony Chu over at Yin and Yang, or it's Frank with Better Half, it's been this like, it's almost it almost feels like I've I've kind of grown up with you guys through these podcasts, and you know I, we've also been able to have these episodes and have these moments where it hasn't just been retro games or hasn't just been pop culture, but it's been depth whether it was covering uh whether you know it was covering uh eating disorders on our show last year or Jetsons with Larry um but also you know pitching and and talking ice cream and Friday the 13th with Anthony I feel like we've we've been able (laughs) to blast we've been able to do so much more past just the this and I I love being able to just be challenged by you guys because you guys have challenged me in an area of pop culture that I haven't really thought about in years. And I love that. I love being challenged and it's another Avenue and another platform that we've been able to bring awareness of, of hope and and suicide prevention for it. So
1: absolutely. And you're right. You've your show has definitely taken us out of our comfort zone, which is a good thing uh, when we're over on your show. Um, but not only that part, the fun that we've had with, you know, the two of you talking Friday the 13th, me and you talking about the Jetsons, uh, and other times we just kind of, you know, if you need a, a, a quick, like, fill-in guest host or something like that, you know, one of us, you know, be more than happy to help out, and likewise, vice versa. Uh, I think we've definitely, both shows in I, I got. I hope you agree with me. Both shows have definitely been able to benefit from each other. And um, us running into Josh has probably definitely been one of the better things that has happened to the retro gamers.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: You know, I mean, every, everything happens for a reason, right? There's there's just something about um, things that happen in your lives. Um, and, I, you know, the debacle that was the Virtual Boy, you know, happened for a reason. <laughs> and, and the greatness that is meeting Josh – also, happen for a reason. So, I mean, I couldn't be more thankful um, to uh, to know you, to have guests on your podcast, to to become friends, even though I've never physically met you in person.
1: I have, yes, And it's a, it's a trip. Yeah. No, it's all good. Actually, we had we did a we did a, a like a not a live podcast, but we recorded a simulcast is what we did at oh, uh, New nice. York Comic last year.
6: Very and nice. hopefully, sometime within the near future, we'll be doing it again. So. Not at Comic Con, but yeah. you know, just we we've talked about the idea of just getting together and like doing something because, like, we don't live that far apart from each other.
1: Well, compared to where Anthony lives, you're exactly right. Yeah. We're neighbors.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not that far. Fu- yeah, I'm far. <laughs> you got enough frequent I mean, flyer miles.
6: I mean, if Anthony you know wants to gift us you know some frequent flyer miles, we can <laughs> all three of us join up.
1: I just, for my, me. I just paid for my tickets out to LA. Trust me. I've tried.
2: Josh, I will be, uh, I will be visiting this. I will be visiting New York, uh, two times, at least two times this year. So coming up. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll definitely have to make a point to get together.
6: Yeah. Cause it, it didn't actually, it didn't happen last year, uh, which it was cool. I don't know just circumstances, but yeah, if it happens, let's do it.
1: Absolutely. Definitely. No Absolutely. question. Um, and, one of the other things I, I want to kind of get your opinion because you we a couple episodes ago we literally a couple episodes ago we were talking me and Anthony kind of took a page out of Victims and Villains um, because Victims and Villains and for those of you new new to the podcast um, great show that Josh does over uh, on on his uh, his network his neck of the woods and it's first of all it's pop culture you know movies. Uh, uh, comic books, things like that. But also, Josh has a wonderful, wonderful uh, message, uh, mission, if you will, of suicide prevention, uh, making it aware to, to all of us. And it's certainly a topic that we always commend you on, Josh, uh, for for doing it and d- presenting it in a way that has that, you know, with, with the comic books and the movies, has that pop culture tie-in. Uh, for those people who may sometimes feel that's a touchy subject, You bring light to it in a way that's presentable to everybody. And we kind of took a page out of your book when we talked about the World Health Organization uh, and gaming disorder, how they want to present this as something new in the World Health Organization. Uh, As you mentioned earlier, we've done episodes on your show about eating disorders, about Mm -hmm. um, suicide prevention as well, especially in the beginning and yeah every time i'm on your show i'm usually always the one angry and mad at some new uh take on an old cartoon so i have anger issues clearly but let me ask you josh uh you you and a couple of the people said that that was one of the one of the better episodes that we've done um have you ever come across Something like the gaming disorder? Have you ever looked, like, read into it, or happen to come across something about it before you heard the episode, uh, or even thought yeah. it was something that's maybe an issue?
6: Yeah, I, I have actually, uh, because they they've been uh, a friend of mine actually has
1: <laughs> just just real quick, but <laughs> before we get a little a little serious, um, the the sash has been ordered.
2: Crying out loud! All right. So, Josh, we're definitely going to have you back on later this year, because, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it in our next segment. But everybody will understand why the sash has been ordered is the most important thing you need to know.
6: (laughs) Okay. Um. Yeah. So, but I'm part of a one of the Facebook groups I'm a part of is has they they. look at the how gaming can actually be therapeutic so how it can actually be an outlet for healing for those that are struggling with you know anxiety or depression and and stuff along those lines and but they've also talked about the the negative aspects of it how it can be addictive how it can create these tendencies in individuals and i feel like one of the reasons that I liked it, liked your guys' take on it so much was because, A, it was something that I've never heard you guys do before. So it was something in, – well, in your neck of the woods, uh, something that you know was a change from this is what I bought this week, this is what I've been playing this week. But for me, I think that it's awesome that it's finally being recognized because we talked about – on our show, we talked a couple weeks ago about, uh, about addiction and – But my co-host at the time, Dan Rockwood, had talked about how addiction is one of those things that we hear it and we automatically go to drugs or alcohol and or cigarettes. You never think that anything in all of existence can be addictive. Um, You know, I've talked about it on my show, how I've struggled with pornography addiction, sex addiction. And, you know, I think that that's not something that's really looked at as a... Uh, is not really looked at as a quote unquote addiction or video games is the same thing. I feel like it's, it's not something, I feel like something, it's something that's really dismissed because it's not traditional addictions. And it's awesome that they're finally recognizing it as an addiction that if people are suffering from it, you can uh, get help for it now. And, you know, it's so mild here in America and, I texted you guys about this this documentary that if anyone wants to check out, it's streaming on Netflix. It's called "Lo and Behold," and there's a scene where they were kind of talking about the way that in Japan or China, how they handle this this addiction, and they have like gaming cafes that are actually set up over there, and people will just walk in and they will wear legitimate diapers so that they don't have to stop playing to use the bathroom. And I feel like, as a culture, we might not have gotten that bad yet, but I feel like if it is not recognized, it has the potential to be brought to that depth.
2: Well, I don't know. I mean, I think some World of Warcraft players may actually do that. You may actually know one or two. Uh,
1: No, (laughs) all, all joking aside, you're right. You know, especially over in... I, it's been in japan i think even in like south korea you hear these stories every now and again of someone literally dying at one of these internet cafes cuz so they've been playing for like 45 hours straight mm-hmm. um i always took those as just these one-offs like oh just someone just you know uh, did it you know what i mean just kind of like a you know you, you you won't see this as as a as a uh, an affliction or anything just wow he just went off rails and wouldn't stop playing yeah. video games. Um when we when Anthony brought it up to us to do that episode I'm even when I it's still hard for me sometimes even when I'm on your show Josh and I don't mean in a bad way to to talk about those type of topics as much as I'm open about myself and I'll you know in front of the mic I kind of take the howard Stern approach and you know I'll open up to the world, but still those topic subject matters because I like to be more you know upbeat, funny. So, you know, I mean, I may not be upbeat and funny, but I feel like I'm upbeat and funny, and those wait, topics are tough. Wait, does that does that make me the serious one of the duo? That, that may, that very well may.
2: The world is doomed. <laughs>
1: uh, but when we decide to do the uh, the World Health Organization episode. It really did for this show, like you said, Josh. It brought us out of the comfort zone. Um, and I think it, it opened up my eyes a little bit more as to what it could be, what it could become. I just figured it was just people being antisocial. But, you know, clearly it's more than that. And if it certainly wasn't for victims and villains, I don't think me and it would have ever done that type of episode. Or at least maybe not have taken it as serious as we would have.
2: No, he's uh, he's absolutely right. Um, I think, uh, well, I, you know, it, it. And they're tough things to talk about. Nobody likes to talk about. Like, a lot of people, you know, it's uncomfortable to talk about your problems, no matter how open you are. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about your problems is always a bad thing. Talking about something as serious as like an addiction is even harder. You know, you see so many people who succumb to these things, and it's and it's awful. Whatever the addiction is, you know. Um, so uh, so yeah, so it's a testament to to you um for being able to get us to talk about things like that a little bit more easily.
6: And I feel like those are conversations that need to be had. And it, it sucks that we live in a culture where it's that's such a hard thing to uh have conversations about that like we just for whatever reason feel like we can't really digress into our problems because we feel like we constantly have to betray this like perfect image and look, we're we're flawed. I mean, we are just flawed people. Wait, what? Yeah, no, all
2: of us are. It. All of uh, us. No,
1: no, no. See, see, I disagree. There, you're at ninety nine percent. You're at ninety nine percent. Oh, okay.
2: All right. Well, you know, as long as I'm like the closest to perfect, that's all that matters. <laughs>
3: you know, you we got to deal with one hundred episodes. That, oh,
2: gosh, yeah. What well, stuff that hangs out around the one percent mark, or things like the virtual boy.
6: Oh, I mean, is it even is it even worthy of one percent? I feel no, like I don't know on, on Rotten
2: Tomatoes, like it would definitely be maybe,
6: maybe like zero 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 point zero Larry, zero 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 zero.
2: Larry has taken a virtual boy beating 45 minutes.
1: I said it in the beginning of the oh, segment. So 45 episode.
2: minutes, Josh. I know you weren't there, but still.
1: Everybody's got to get their licks in Larry. Sorry. <laughs> you were saying, Josh, that's
6: very right, true. <laughs> uh i saw so, yeah i i i think that you know we we live in a uh society where we're viewed as like we're flawed but we try and create this image of perfection and you know i feel like taking steps to acknowledging that something like video game addiction is a thing and it is a it's a crippling thing at that you know maybe maybe not to somewhere as to the depth of you know, like a drug addiction or like alcohol. It's I mean, addiction is an addiction, and when
1: it, I'm sorry, no, no, go ahead, go ahead.
6: I was going to say, like, an addiction is an addiction, and to acknowledge that it's it's a real thing and that it it has real problems. Like that, I think is a step in the right direction, and that now you can get help for that. That is again, let's say, a further step in the right direction.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, you're like I said, in the beginning, I just took it as just, you know, just being antisocial, which some people are, uh, you know, not being a problem or a disease, just people just being antisocial. But, you know, I was going to say because you were kind of but then then I heard what you're talking about, uh, like gaming disorder, maybe not on par with drugs and alcohol, but it could be because eventually and I don't want it to. But it could be because if we have people sitting in these Internet cafes for three or four days straight, just dying from exhaustion or lack of food or, or whatever it is that's killing them, lack of drink or water, you know, it, it that's when it hits that level. And, um, and have you ever seen – I mean I, I guess you've seen these Internet cafes.
2: Yeah, I mean I've seen them and you know, one of the things I'll always question is why, um, why employees – aren't able to stop people at a certain amount of time like you would think you know there should be some type of level where it's like okay if you get you know if you pass 10 hours 12 hours which is absurd when even when i think about like playing you know i've sat in front of my systems and played them for a day you know what i mean but it's not like i haven't gotten out of my chair i'll play for a while get up go get some food go back play some more um, I I've never sat for like a 12 hour like marathon block like that. Um, that could but you be would think like, yeah and it could be cultural. It could be a total cultural thing. I just you know, I just don't understand like if this is becoming such a disease or an addiction or whatever it is that it's causing bodily harm that they would impose some type of limit. So in other words it's like if you want to keep playing, fine. But after four hours, you need to get up for fifteen minutes, like 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 a like a fifteen a forced fifteen minute twenty minute break just to go eat, breathe, something.
1: What's funny is, I mean, well, not funny, but just in a way, the reason why the internet cafes are so popular in some places, and I I can't remember, it's probably not Japan, maybe China, maybe South Korea, but the government kind of because of this gaming situation the government limits the access of games on the internet when i guess when they're home or something like the the private sector
2: so the only way you can play them is at the cafes
1: exactly that's why they're hmm. playing at the cafes
2: which is fine but that doesn't mean you have to sit there for you know 36 no, agreed, hours
1: agreed you agreed
2: know? but you know that's where you get that that, that just that from yeah it's crazy but, um, you know, and, La- and you know, when Larry and I were debating it, Josh, because when um, when the World Health Organization came out and actually now classified gaming disorder as a disease, we went back and forth for a while about whether or not it's a legitimate disease. Like, can you consider it a disease where, like, insurance companies would cover, like, you know, rehab for it and things like that? Because this is where it becomes like a touch, you know, like one of those things. It's like, is it truly a disease and- or is it? Just an addiction. And Well, Josh, before you go ahead,
1: just because kind of like my the reason why I go back and forth, if it's a disease or not, because I and, and I'm not looking to get into the 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 argument, not in a bad way, just the back and forth. But like me personally, I don't equate the whole violence and gaming that I don't put two and two together on that. But that's me. That's me. That's why I'm like, is it a disease? Is it not a disease? And I'm not. Saying that it's not a disease, I'm just saying it's. I haven't understood that yet because I don't see the connection between violence and gameplay um, versus
6: and violence what in could real be a life? disease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I and I feel like as far as like insurance, I feel like this is one of those things that would fall under mental health mm-hmm. because it, the way that you know, and I, I feel like everyone reacts differently to. Mental health and, and and to video games. Period. I feel like there are there are some people that, and I feel like it's entertainment. There are some people that you can take a uh, take take horror movies for instance. You know, there are some people that can avidly watch horror films because you know they grew up on them or they, they love them. They just they love being around them. And then there are some people that that can't watch them simply because of the way that their their content whether it's it, it scares them it gives them nightmares or it can give them ideas as far as how to how to kill someone or it can also even like getting into like a, a spiritual sense can affect them in that way and you know I feel and there like was,
2: the... and there are some of us that watch them that just take notes
6: yeah exactly <laughs> that's what I just said and I... <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> and I <laughs> quoted them. I, I feel like... Well, no, there, taking notes of acting on them are two different things. Touche. You'll never get
2: me to admit to the other.
6: <laughs> there are... But I feel like video games have the... Uh, I feel like video games are the the same exact way. I... You know, it, it can give you ideas. It can affect you in completely different ways. And... But as far as, like... I feel like we're still young in understanding mental health and when i say that i feel like when you're trying to classify it as you know an addiction and a disease with insurance companies i feel like we're still young in understanding truly a what that looks like and b how to do it um and i feel like it's all because of we don't really understand mental health to the depth we need to understand it
1: I think they're going to treat, and I I get all that, and you're right, I think more, and maybe that's where I'm coming from now that you explained it like that, Josh, where maybe gaming disorder in its own category may not be the way, but with it as just part of mental disorder, uh, because there's got to be something going on if, if you just can't remove yourself from the television screen for that long, for days on end. Uh, so maybe it's more like a subcategory as opposed to its own entity uh, but also you know it's it's gonna be treated the same way like medical marijuana was you know every you know once that started to become you know part of treatment, that whole world health organization had to you know figure out if it's something that's worthwhile or not and from the insurance side of it they would have to figure out if it's something that's legit and you know just Someone that's just trying to, you know, score some pot for the sake of scoring pot. Uh, I think this may this may go for a little while before it's like 100 percent. This is it. You know, this is gaming disorder. This is not gaming disorder.
6: I agree. And I feel like it's at what point, you know, what test do you have to kind of talk about in order? Like what test do you have to 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 diagnose it? In order, yeah, to like diagnose it. Super Mario um, Brothers
1: speed run. <laughs> <So>. Nice.
2: <laughs> we like the levity here at the retro gamers. <laughs> I don't know. I thought we were always serious. <laughs> oh no! Wait, I'm sorry. I'm the serious one. first.
6: <laughs> Elmo can break up this party. Oh,
1: Elmo's back. What's going oh, on, Elmo. Elmo? Oh God.
6: Elmo's here.
1: I feel PB like
4: sucks.
1: I feel like Elmo was one of the reasons why we're in the contest. I don't know why. I think, Elmo, you had something to do with it.
4: Whoa, 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 whoa. Ow. Elmo
6: had nothing to do with it at all. Ah.
1: I, think, I think we'll let Elmo go before <laughs> Elmo has to start taking some water. I Washington. was going to say,
2: I think Elmo
6: was getting busy with something else
1: at that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was nice seeing you, Elmo. Bring back Josh, please.
6: All right, uh, so email. Elmo is going to send you a a bill for his guest appearance what Yeah, yeah. Larry, oh. that goes in that goes in your favor for the contest what? <laughs> Wait, I guess it would definitely go in Anthony's favor since the bill's going to be on, added on to your total
2: <laughs> possibly, yeah. possibly, Now we're, now, we're, now we're talking um, and speaking of, maybe it's time we, maybe it's time we start moving on to uh, discussing our
1: uh, our yes. little shopping.
2: This contest. is why I hate Captain Nostalgia. So okay, So so wait, before we get into it, Josh, as 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 the judge for said contest, you want to reiterate what the actual contest is for our viewers. As, yeah. Or listeners I should say. Nobody's viewing this. <laughs> so so at, Thank the beginning, God.
6: at the beginning of the year I had done a guest appearance with you guys on like a one off episode. And you guys were had been at that point, I think it was only a like couple weeks into the year. We made you, i I challenged you guys to see who had who would spend the more money and the loser had to buy the winner, Virtual Boy. So the the contest is pretty much just open. It's just retro video games. Alright?
1: Mm hmm.
3: Mm hmm.
1: It uh yeah. That, and I honestly thought I was going to be a shoe in to be able to win this. Mm-hmm. I have quickly realized, I think, that maybe not. That <laughs> this may not work at all in my favor. And at this point, we're mid-year, right? Pretty much. You know, maybe a little outside of mid-year.
2: A little, little, little later. We're, yeah. we're almost seven months into the year. But
1: we actually, Josh, to make it official at this point... We have our um our mid year tallies.
6: I'm excited. I'm I, I'm not gonna lie, I uh I feel like I feel like Larry's losing pretty significantly. That's just my theory. I have nothing to back that up with. I just feel like from listening to your show, I've heard you speak about what you buy Listen more. The
1: show. Look what's behind me. <laughs> uh-huh. So uh so let's uh you know, let's 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 get into this. Let's uh, do. You want to yes. do it maybe Price is Right style? Does uh, Does Josh want to try and bid on? Uh, you know how much maybe we both spent? See if
2: you can uh, guess without going over.
6: Yeah, sure. Let's try. All
2: right. So we're gonna. So for the, for the sake of this, at the moment now. Okay. Larry, I think Larry should go first. <laughs> okay.
6: Okay.
1: So I've let's kind of introduce so this. Yeah, let's introduce
2: it. I was going to say, so...
0: Thanks for calling Toyota.
4: This is Jan. Hi, Jan. I heard Toyotathon is on. It sure is. Perfect. I'm getting a head start on my list for Santa. Well, we've got great year-end deals on Camry, Highlander, RAV4, and more. But what kind of toys do you have? It's actually Toyotathon, not Toyotathon. We have great deals on vehicles, not toys. I'm sorry, sweetie. Okay. What can I get for five bucks? Current offers end November 30th. Toyotathon ends January 4th. Participating dealers
3: only. Toyota. Let's go places.
1: Basically, beginning of the year, actually right before the new year, I uh, found Game On, wonderful video game store in Miller Place and Smithtown. Uh, before that, Anthony, with his travels back and forth to Japan with New Potato. New Potato? What? Super Potato. <laughs> new Spa. Potato. New Potato is a comic book store next door. Um, Super Potato.
2: Super Potato. And- the Retro Gamers preferred retro gaming shop of choice in Japan?
6: Yep. Wait. Wait before you go on. You made a you made a crucial mistake there, Larry. What I do? Okay, because if Super Potato is in Japan, New Potato the quote unquote comic book store, it would be the manga store, bro.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, uh, sure. Well, Anthony never tells me about New Potato. He goes there and doesn't tell anybody. So.
2: Uh, well, the new potato is something completely different. I'm not allowed to talk about on this. And then this podcast. sweet potato—that's
1: a whole different store that I don't think anyone mm-hmm. should go into.
2: So, well, you know, I do love me some sweet potatoes sometimes. <laughs> we're just gonna—we're gonna, we're gonna so, leave that
1: there. So I've discovered all these stores. All these stores. Dip, Game on. The official uh, in sauce. <laughs> the official retro gaming store on the East Coast. Uh, you know, and and I've been there almost every week now. Uh, it's terrible on my end, but they're good people. And actually, they, I was there yesterday, and I wanted to wait for this part here where Anthony did give us a, a good, uh, you know, uh, congratulations on 100 episodes. So they thought that was pretty cool. And uh, gave us a nice little card and everything like that. Um, did they
2: give you a free game? For all no, the no free game. There?
1: No free game. Damn it. I did get a gift card, though. They did give me a gift card because they don't know. They haven't met you yet.
6: So. Uh,
2: okay. Oh, do I get a gift card? Wait,
1: they haven't met you yet.
6: Wait, you know? wait, 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 wait. As the CEO of more of the same network, do I get a call? That's a
1: whole nother ballgame on that part. <laughs> and I haven't filled out all my paperwork correctly, so if you want to be the CEO, go right ahead. <laughs> because
2: that, you don't that fall on You, you. haven't given the CEO a gift card? What's wrong with you? <laughs>
6: Come on. I'm the I'm the reason you lasted a hundred episodes, bro.
2: How dare C- you
1: say CEO. something like that? <laughs> All right, so yeah, with wow. the the amount of posts, it. the amount of posts that I do from game on, the the, the talking about it, uh, the back and forth with what we've talked about with Anthony going to to Super Potato and Osaka and Tokyo and wherever else, Josh, wh- how much do you think I've probably racked up since January first, two thousand eighteen? And I know it's a strong ballpark. Don't get me wrong. So
6: oh oh, by the way, just throwing this out there. Newer game systems, that, like the Retro Freak or the NES Classic, they don't count. However, homebrews do count. So before, before you announce yours, do you have homebrews tallied in? Yes. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to say is homebrews and new video games, I'm going to say probably somewhere close to...
2: 475 (laughs) he does that in one trip
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay 475 dollars all right my total from january 1st on oh uh and as of this recording we're recording on july 22nd mom stop listening $1,887.58. $1,887.58. Oh! Wow. And wow. that wow. Is
6: credit card company that,
2: loves you. I was just gonna say, you know, <laughs> Larry's shopping is sponsored by Visa, MasterCard, and
1: American <laughs> Express. No, not American Game On doesn't take American Express. Um this Visa is and MasterCard. The God Honest <laughs> Truth. I went on, I did a search. I mostly all my owe, mostly all my purchases are game on. So I search that, and then of course I search. You know, when I PayPal Anthony, because uh, the only things I've paypal Pal for have been stuff for uh, from <laughs> Japan. So that is where I am at <sighs> one thousand eight eighty seven fifty eight, <laughs> and that is Nommals. a real
2: number. Okay,
6: you need to text that to me so I can I can promote this contest <laughs> on our <my> Instagram. Add victims and villains. <laughs>
2: Uh, Oh, wow, Larry. Wow.
1: Look, look, I got some great stuff out of it. Don't get me wrong. I got some amazing stuff.
2: I I don't know. I'm I'm sure you have. It's just that, damn.
6: You know what's going to be even more amazing? Watching Anthony destroy a virtual (laughs) boy on Facebook Live. Oh, you didn't hear. Oh, Oh, and you, you...
2: did not hear the wonderful conversation we had with Charlie in our last segment because just to catch you up really quickly, Charlie has access to people who ha- who operate bulldozers. So not only will I get to destroy it with a sledgehammer, I'll get to bulldoze the pieces.
4: <laughs>
2: and we're gonna do I will fly to the east coast to do this. Yes. So
6: and you only you know when and I will be yes. there.
2: We're gonna make it a whole event. we're gonna start charging people <laughs> yep we're gonna have you and try Char- and not only that Char- uh, Charlie lives in Pennsylvania so Ooh. yes oh yeah true yeah so you're neck of the woods. It'll be a shorter trip for you
6: true say true true yeah down, all
2: down. right so so that's Larry
6: uh, so all right so I, I get to guess his and so
2: okay so now I... here before you guess, we're gonna bear in mind a couple of things, okay? Mm-hmm. I have been to Japan this year. Um, just to give you an idea, I have been to Japan this year. I think four times. I think in the first seven months, um, three of those times I have made it over to Super Potato. Three out of the four. And aside from that, I have um, I have my my local retro shops, Game Dude, which is like my my retro Costco for shopping. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's actually yeah, very accurate. It's, it's Retro Costco. Uh let's see what else can I tell you to help you tally this up. I also went to the um uh what was it? Uh what the hell is it? the Socal Retro Gaming Expo back in January or February of this year and did a little shopping there. Uh and I think that's it. Those are my major spots, uh stops along the way. Um so What do you think, Josh? Also keep
1: this in mind, Anthony tends to go for games in box, which could cost more money. That is correct.
6: I tend
2: to go for games in box.
6: Okay. I was way off on on Larry. (laughs) I was trying to be nice. You were
2: were way off, so give us us a number.
6: So I will say 1080 for you.
2: $1,080. That is $1,080, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Drew. Drew. Sorry. Drew. (laughs) May Bob rest in peace. Oh wait. He's not dead yet. (laughs) I don't know. Sure cats and dogs wish he was. All right. So I said at the beginning of this year I was winning this thing. And I will say this. I am very before I give you a number, I am very thankful that over the course of the last seven months I have become obsessed. With my comic book collection, <laughs> <laughs>
6: comics for the win.
2: Uh, com- comics are for the win, especially because I just dropped three hundred dollars
6: on a comic book. <laughs> on one comic book? Oh yeah.
2: I mean, look, I'm not, look, I get it, but
6: video Aven- games decide which one.
2: Avengers number eight, first appearance of Kang the Conqueror. Nice. Yes. Cool. Graded? Very, very graded. Six and a half. Okay. It's so, decent. Pretty, nice. pretty decent condition. Very happy about that. But besides that, um, I really do believe that it's the comic book collecting that has saved me um, this year, and it couldn't have come at a better year because I'm going to win this contest.
1: I'm curious. I'm curious how much you spent in comics this
2: year, but we'll talk about that later. If I if, if I told you how much I spent in comics, I might have, I might be losing the contest. <laughs> <laughs> There's so a good chance. Ten eighty. Ten eighty. Ten eighty is the number actual retail price the actual retail price of my spending spree on video games this year as of july 22nd 2018 is 672 dollars and 47 cents all right bullshit and i'll edit that out how are you
1: that low and not over a thousand (laughs) dollars
3: i'll tell you
2: i'll tell you exactly why the reason why I'm not over $1,000 is because um, the C64 Mini doesn't count. The um, the Famicom 50th anniversary manga doesn't count. Um, the Retro Freak... Well, actually, I counted the Retro Freak in here. The Retro Freak counted. Um, I ju- no, I'm not kidding you. I believe I you. S- I believe it. I have been spending more money on comic books lately than video games. And as a result... 672 dollars
1: 47 I knew I should have bought a couple extra wrestling belts that would offset. Me.
6: And well, hold on. You have to understand too that if you know if you've listened to his stories from going to Japan, the retail value over there is much lower than it is over here. So if yeah, you're spending true. more money for in-box games over there, what might cost over here might cost $50, might only cost 5 over there. Also, yeah,
2: like, but- like, yeah, Larry, I mean, there are a lot of games that I bought there. I showed you the prices for them. Like, all the wrestling games that I bought oh, I in box it. were,
6: like, were like three bucks.
2: I get it. Um, Plus, yeah. not only so, that, you still have a lot of your old games. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, a lot of the games I have in my collection are existing. Yeah. So me, uh, I'm starting I, from scratch. Right. So you're you're definitely shopping a lot more than me. Now, I didn't realize three times as more as me, but this puts me <laughs> in the perfect position... <laughs> So win this contest. <laughs> Josh,
1: is there anything that you want that Anthony can get you that you don't have to pay him back for? Oh. Anything at all?
2: Oh, no. I mean, sorry, Ghost sorry, in the I, Shell I, I inbox is I, sealed. I, 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 I don't buy video games based off of 90s Nickelodeon shows. Sorry, Josh. Wow.
6: <laughs> Whoa. 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 I still want Ghost in the Shell, bro. <laughs> Still want ghosts and, in the show,
2: and I, I will keep my eye out for ghosts sealed in the inbox. And it not only not have, that, it does not, not have that, to be inbox. No, no. If I find it for you, Josh, I gotta it, win. It, no, no. If I find it for you, I'll even put it against my total because I'm oh, not gonna shut spend, up because I'm not gonna spend eighteen hundred dollars.
6: <laughs> do you do you do you, uh, do you want me to start putting my total to, towards yours? Because I've spent like fifteen bucks this year. <laughs>
1: What'd sure, add it on. One what one one Toy Story game on PlayStation, right? Uh, exactly. Whoa, whoa. Good game. Good
2: game.
6: Mortal Kombat 2 on Sega Genesis. Oh nice. In-box. Uh, yes. Nice. In box. In box. So really?
2: Feel, oh cool. I feel so good about these totals now that I think I'm gonna go retro shopping today. Cause now I know I have a twelve hundred dollar buffer. Thank God we're not I'll
1: doing s- Pops, because that number would have been way up.
2: I am all set. Oh.
1: Speaking of Pop, actually, it's pretty funny. Speaking of Pop Vinyls, a friend of mine just texted me. He's getting rid of Pops, and he just sent me about seven photos of what he has. So thank God Pop Vinyls do not count.
2: Dude, yeah, just don't buy them.
1: Actually, he's got a couple good ones in box. box. Uh, yeah, so that, uh, that... So this contest may end early. <laughs> We were talking about a mercy rule. Josh, is there a mercy rule that could possibly play into this near the end of the year?
6: Define mercy rule.
1: Where it's just clear that I'm, we're going to go back to, is there a, a shopping addiction? There's got to be, because apparently now I have it. And where it's just, I'm just way out in front and just no looking back. And it's clear that, that I have a problem.
2: Yeah, well, we, we can definitely agree with that. Larry does have a problem. <laughs>
6: this is just one of them. That's very true.
2: I still blame you. I'm putting the whole blame on you, Josh. All Josh, of. Matt, Josh, not only, hey. not, not only can I not I, – I, I'm, I'm seriously grateful. I'm so grateful that you came up with this whole concept. I go – and I am super grateful that Larry completely ignored – all of the little voices in his head that was probably telling him not to go through with this because he knows what happens when he goes shopping, and he still agreed to this. Uh, I like this. This is just like the perfect storm of awesomeness for me.
6: Self control. First off, no. Self control. So I'm trying to teach you, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: second
1: hear you. Off,
6: second off, you did not have to take me up on this contest. Exactly.
2: I don't think I did. I think Anthony did. No, no, you no, no, no. If we can go back, to, if we can go back. It's on tape. You agreed to this.
1: No, no, unless he accidentally will get deleted from the server.
2: Look, so look. When you buy me my virtual boy, I want you to remember that. Now, I want it. I want it in box because I want to destroy the box too. What? I didn't just have to destroy the console. <laughs> Wait but a minute now. I, I want. Uh... I want the box. I want like if I can. If we can get. If we can get the manufacturer. Uh, if we if we can get uh, if we can get Gunpei Yokoi <laughs> to show up, the creator of the Virtual Boy, I'm so he can watch sure. me destroy this thing. I'm pretty he, sure he's dead.
6: Well, I mean, he might show up. You never know.
2: He might. You know what? Then uh, I will bring a Ouija board, and I will channel <laughs> spirits. God damn! Because then he will be there. Oh.
1: I know yeah. if you. Oh. This,
6: I'm sorry, Larry.
1: I sc- and that doesn't even scratch the surface of my overall debt, but that's a whole other story.
2: Oh Good man! Lord. In, in, in actually, in, in serious news and really sad, he actually died in '97, and oh. he was only and he was only 56.
1: Wow! I didn't realize he was that long. Okay. Um. All right. Boy, I'm gonna
2: go on. All the right.
1: for Hold the on.
2: Ouija. Order the Ouija.
6: So uh, you don't have a Ouija Larry
2: board yeah I-ja-born.
6: I am expecting to hear a episode about on the better half about this debt. And, <laughs> and you you and Frank can talk about how different you handle finances being married versus being single.
2: Oh, they've that da- they've done that on the show. I was to say, before. I think we may have already have done that. I, I I listened to I just recently listened to the episode where Larry talked about what he purchased over SummerSlam weekend versus oh, what versus so what Frank's versus what Frank spent taking his son to the doctor. <laughs> so good, yeah. so
6: good.
1: Uh, look, how did I? How was I supposed to know they were going to be selling the NXT Championship belt at SummerSlam? <laughs>
2: look, it's okay, Larry. All I know is that um, this is. Uh, this contest is awesome. I'm looking for a Ouija board as we speak. I'm just going to prep for the end of the year. This it's is a toy. Now, now, You know what? They have some serious ones on here. Look, I just found one for $109, which I will purchase and put towards my retro shopping bill, which still won't get me anywhere near what you've spent.
1: I want. I want to end this segment. <laughs> Josh... Thank you very much for no being problem. part of the Retro Gamers. And thank you very much. We thank you for being truly, truly our hashtag pod brothers. And we look forward to many, many more episodes. Uh, a lot of what we do, we do keep you in mind. We had you, you were the intro for a while for a segment mm-hmm. for This
2: Week in That's Gaming. Right. Yeah, can we get a? Do, do you remember how you used to say that? Can we get a? Can we get a replay? I do.
6: And this week in gaming. It's like,
2: it's like, wow, <laughs> like Aretha
1: Franklin, he never does it the same way twice live.
2: <laughs> no, he de- he definitely does not, and we we we
1: couldn't be happier with that.
6: <laughs> I apparently uh, scared my cat doing
2: that. Oh boy. Oh man, yeah, you know, uh, well, because they're the only ones that heard it. <laughs> so again, Josh, thank you very much for being, thank you, this, Josh,
1: on this trip with us, a hundred episodes and many, many more, and we're gonna definitely have you on again and again and again. So,
6: yeah, so uh, I, my juice box is raised to you guys for a hundred more. <laughs> All
1: right, awesome. sounds good. Uh, go check out Victims and Villains. Go check out the PS Midnight Cast. Go check out Josh everybody. Brandon, we love you as well. You're there. And uh, all good stuff. Again.
2: <laughs> the sash is on the way.
4: Yes. This looks like a job for Superman.
1: Oh, what a long and arduous day. But we're here. We're at the end. We, we have made it to the end of episode 100, the centennial. Wow. We've done. We don't look at day over 99. Uh, well, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I damn. Um, I hear you on that. Uh, yeah, no, that's it. Episode 100, In the Books. Uh, this is actually a very fun episode. This was a good time.
2: And, oh, what was that? Everything's now uh, falling apart. The, the everything's falling, yeah. We we literally had exactly what it took to get to 100, and no more. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Good night, folks. We're deleting everything. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's... Uh... For me, it's been an absolute blast doing these uh, doing these uh, episodes with you, especially because you know I live on the other side of the country now, and we don't get to see each other that often in person. So, uh, you know, looking at your ugly mug every week while we record these um, has 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 been fun.
1: No, it's it, you're exactly right, Aunt. You know, when you When you move to LA, you know, things happen. Uh, I think you would move, yeah, you moved to LA way before we started doing this. And, you know, we keep in touch, but, you know, it just didn't keep in touch. But our friendship didn't need that. You know what I mean? So it would have been fine regardless. But since doing the podcast, you're exactly right. It's still, you know, in today's day and age, in 2018, we do this through Skype. You can be where, literally, you can be wherever you are. I can be wherever I am, and we can still do this. And it's definitely kept us in contact with each other, uh, which, again, for the better. So it's I'm happy
2: that we've been doing this. Yeah, me too. Uh, Definitely. And, uh, you know, and and it's not it's not going to stop here. We're going to keep going. No, absolutely. Uh, You know, you think it stops at 100. Uh -uh, I don't think so. Now, basically, we're going to go until the FCC shuts us down.
1: As soon as they show up, as soon as they start doing podcasts, then we're in trouble. Actually, we'd be fine. The other two shows would be in trouble. Yeah, I was just gonna
2: say. I think the other shows on your network are in more trouble than this one. <laughs> I, think, I think we're the I think we're the legit show, what? Um, or I should say the PC show. I don't know. Uh, yes,
1: yes, it's definitely that. But you know, speaking of which, we have this show, and actually, this the Retro Gamers essentially launched. So the more the same family of podcasts. Uh, yeah, no this this was the catalyst. This started the better half because Frank wouldn't shut up about wanting to do a podcast and
4: um, he, was, he was he was jealous talks, of us.
1: He no, he just needs he talks as we learned from another Messina earlier today. He talks and talks and talks, but that's good. And mm-hmm. that's what got us to do the Better Half podcast which drops every other Wednesday. And not only that, but a, another long fr- uh, long-time friend of ours, Anthony Chu, with the yin and the yang podcast that drops every friday and we're doing actually we're gonna do an overhaul on that one so expect mm-hmm. that to come back bigger better than ever um again every friday on that one mm-hmm. and yeah, i know we got a big uh, podcasting family we do and and on a personal level because i'm on all three i have to say doing this with you with frank with, with anthony has it's been tremendous and you know three of of my best friends uh I enjoy every minute of it, especially when I have to go back and edit it because I get to hear it again and just listen to the nonsense that a lot of times we talk about.
2: So, and, uh, well, 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 but, Larry, which one's your favorite? Of course the Retro Gamers. Of course it is. I'll do that. Even, and, though, I've heard, even though I've heard you say that on The Better Half uh, well, and The Yin and The
1: yin. I may have, you know, come, edit, uh, come uh, bro- uh, uh, recording time, may have to change it up a little bit. <laughs> yes. But nevertheless. But I, uh, yes. But, but anyway. Yeah. Go. Uh, no, 100 episodes say, yeah. and we're talking over each other. Go. Yeah,
2: that, you know what? <laughs> Shut up! It's my turn. <laughs> but um, you know, we we did uh, we talked about that. We were going to have some announcements. Uh, the first, but before we get to our announcements, we do want to throw some thank yous out there for everybody, uh, everybody out there who's been helping us out. Um, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through a couple, a few. Larry's gonna go through a few. Yeah, Does absolutely. That sense, absolutely. Uh, for, Yep. First off, I have to, you know, I have to give a special thank you to all of our guest hosts who have been on the show. Um, there've been quite a few who <laughs> yeah. have joined us over time. We've had we had three of them on today, um, but uh, definitely thank you, especially for when I, you know, because of my job and how much I travel and how I need to miss episodes here and there because of that. I'm very grateful that we have. A stable group of guest hosts who can help keep the show alive when I'm not around. And on top of that, also when they join both of us. Um, It's definitely a blast to have all of them on here. So uh, a special thank you to them. And you know what? In in a weird
1: way, I enjoy when I'm – I mean I've probably missed only a couple of shows. And I – it's weird. In a weird way, I enjoy hearing like you guest hosts with someone else. Like I, I can listen to it like a third party. As like a whole different yeah. episode, and those I get a kick out of as well.
2: Well, yeah, of course, because um, you know I am the entertainment of the show. Absolutely, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, so I definitely wanted to uh, give a shout out to that. Um, definitely um, shout out to Victims and Villains, Josh, who's been like our our like our third, yeah, our our, our, our third little brother. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, in the podcasting world, which is awesome, and of course, P- PS Midnight Cast as well. Yeah, uh, we got to give them Josh a, and think. Brandon,
1: big time, yes. big time.
2: Um, definitely, definitely got to thank Charles at Get Your Geek On, who's yes. you know, who kind of took us took us onto his network while uh, while we were young. Yes, um, and and growing. So, thank you to him, absolutely. Uh, and then, uh, Larry, Why do not you throw out a few thank yous? I don't want to be the only one having gratitude here. The uh, the mutual admiration
1: society here. Yeah, basically, I want, I want to thank uh, all you know, we talked about Josh kind of being the third. Um, you know, he's the third on the mic. I think the third uh, pot uh, retro gamer in person has been Glenn. Our, my friend Glenn Nataro, our friend Glenn. Uh, he's helped out out here on the East Coast for for times when either Anthony wasn't available. And, you know, I went somewhere to do a broadcast or something or when Anthony was in, when we were doing the expo last year, uh, he yep. helped out with the camera. He was kind of our our third. So, Glenn, thank you very thank you, much, Glenn. big time help. Uh, I want to also thank uh, a great pod, another podcast that we met at the uh, in Brooklyn at a uh, expo, uh, Playable Characters podcast. Very funny podcast. They always have a different character on. It's, you know, um, they had, I think they actually had Stanley on one time. They had the guy who had to keep relighting all the candles in all the Castlevania um, mansions, like silly stuff like that. Very funny pot. Go listen to their episode with Princess Peach and uh, Daisy. Hysterical. Absolutely hysterical. Um, I also want to thank, which as we heard, they have gotten a lot of my money this year. But I absolutely love them. I love them. Brian and Tristan over at Game On out here on Long Island. You guys are are big time. You're not just a retailer. You know, I consider you guys friends. And when I show up, it's a great time. You guys run a great store. So I want to thank you as well. You've Game On and a lot of the other stores that we're going to mention have actually become part of the Retro Gamer family.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, and on my end, obviously, have to give a shout out to Game Dude, my LA store that I go to a lot. Um, there's also Game Realms, which I go to. Uh, Super Potato, our, <laughs> our, yeah, our hookup in Japan. I've I've spent way more money there than I should have. Really, the one but, that started uh, it. They were the first store for us. They really, they really were the first store for us, and of course, we had to. I had to travel 6,500 miles for that. <laughs> but a big thank you to them. Um, and then, uh, just really quickly, on Facebook, um, you know, we've we've run into a lot of other retro networks. So, um, and they share our stuff, we share theirs. It's great. So, thank you to Super Retro Game Time, Retro Plastic Gaming, um, Old School Gamer Mama, ADD yep. Gamer, oh, One yeah. Coin Only, and anybody else out there who has been doing, you know, been on our page as well. Thank you. I know. We're uh, just some, but it's okay. Yeah, sorry about that. All. F- 1,550 people who have liked our page. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Uh, Also, uh, we've been to a couple of
1: expos Mm -hmm. as well, able to spread the joy of the show, the podcast. We've done a couple of live episodes as well. Cradle of Aviation, first and foremost, thank you very much over in Garden City. They had that retro expo. They did retro nights. Uh, They even hold a couple of conventions uh, one of which is the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo that we were at last year that I'm going to be at again this year. Uh, I know scheduling conflicts makes it a little difficult for Anthony to be there, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, what's good about you know us being on different coasts is that we can do that. Like when Anthony goes to the SoCal Retro yeah. Gaming Expo, he can represent us there. You know, I can represent us out here. Exactly. Uh, so Cradle of Aviation has been tremendous for us. Thank you very much. Another expo real quick I want to mention is um, Aviators Retro Gaming Tournament and Expo over in Brooklyn. Uh, I really hope you guys do another one next year because that show was a lot of fun. Uh, Again, great podcast that we did that day and met a lot of good friends, a lot of new friends as well uh, from that expo.
2: Yeah. Oh, really, and really awesome stuff.
1: Real quick, uh so I can officially make it a mention. Uh the Long Island Retro Gaming Expo 2018 will be at the Cradle of Aviation, August 11th and August 12th. Get your tickets at expo.liretro.com. Uh they're doing tournaments, achievement stations, free play. There's a museum that's going to be set up. Of course, vendors, cosplay, and maybe you do want to come in cuz there will be tabletop gaming as well.
2: Ooh! Almost like a little, me.
1: like a little mini expo. No, no, don't, don't tempt me.
2: Don't tempt me. I'll so, book a flight right now.
1: <laughs> go get your tickets again. Expo. LiRetro. Com.
2: Yep. and I think Larry, that's going to lead us into. Um, Hold it! Oh, you got one more. I you got, got one more. Two more. Well, go quickly. Okay. Damon. How many thank yous can we have? The, you're right. Um, the first place that let us do a live stream, Barcade. Oh yes, thank you, Barcade. You we're thank- looking forward to your Los Angeles establishment.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm curious how that's going to look. We were at the Williamsburg in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much. Go check wherever you are. I know there's Brooklyn, Jersey somewhere. I think there's one in Philly now. Uh, in the city, in New York City. Go check out Barcade. Great place. Great atmosphere. Uh, check them out. And the final one I want to mention, which is a little more new, but at the same time, I saw this. I saw this, and I'm like, this thing's pretty sweet. I totally give him a shout out on the show. Uh, they're called DNA Dimensions Design, and I put a, a thing up on, oh, yes. on the page. I remember you posting that. Yeah, so first of all, it's this cool little base that you can actually use to put um, even like regular NES games on. Uh, it's got, you know, it's got Nintendo on it. It's a wooden block, and they're at uh, www.designeddnashop.com. But the piece de resistance is this, and let me see, can you see that? Yes, I can. It's an NES cartridge with an LCD screen where the label is, and it Which just, is awesome. it just rifles. It cycles. Yeah, it's like a, uh, like a digital, um, uh, picture frame. It's awesome. And it just goes through all the different, uh, labels. Really, really cool. Check them out. I wanted to
2: give them a shout out. Very cool. And now, now may I move on now? Do I have permission? I think I covered all the bases, yes. <laughs> hmm. About time. Anyway, so now we, you know, we're we're at the end of episode 100. We have some announcement which we want to make. Um, you know, for the next 100 episodes or however long, we've got some new stuff to announce. Um, first off, our website we uh, has undergone some reconstruction. Uh, you can go check that out now at theretrogamers.com. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, our Facebook page remains the same, which is Facebook.com slash podcast. Um, Instagram is now Retro Gamers podcast for sake of uniformity. We had a different uh, Instagram account. <laughs> uh, the um, big announcements, though, we want to make, which, are, which we're adding to our repertoire here, okay. is um, on YouTube. So starting next week you will not only be able to listen to the Retro Gamers on all of our usual sites, which are Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Spot- uh, we're going to be added to Spotify shortly. Um, where else are we, Larry? Amazon Alexa, uh, think... iTunes.
1: Yeah, you pretty much nailed it. Wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: Right. So, not, yeah, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're basically there. But starting with next week's episode, episode 101, you will be able to watch the retro gamers on youtube our podcasts are now becoming video content as well
1: and that's uh yeah that's gonna be interesting that's gonna be fun
2: we're yeah we're we're definitely we're that we're definitely gonna get caught by the fcc on that (laughs) Uh, so yeah so you, you can look for us on youtube now um, you see us talk about stuff all the time. Now you'll actually be able to see us and not only see us, but you'll be able to see the things that we show each other all the time yeah. <laughs> since Larry – since if you listen to the last segment, Larry likes to buy a lot, of, lot more than I do. Yeah,
1: I may not so. be showing much anymore.
2: Yeah, no, you're going to have to now. Now it's <laughs> video. Oh, um, and, and then – um, we're, working, we're, we're slowly working on it. We will be having a Twitch page shortly. That is the, the next thing that we're going to be tackling. So you'll be able to watch a stream on Twitch. And last but not least, the thing I am most excited about. We've been talking about doing this for the longest time. Uh, and we finally are coming around to it. It's going to be our first ever Retro Gamers giveaway contest. Yep. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're finally pulling the trigger, episode 100, and we've got a good one for you. Our first giveaway contest. The Retro Gamers will be giving away a brand new NES classic. Yep. So information for this is going to be available on our Facebook page. It's going to be on our website. There's going to be an entry form, one, one email entry per person. Um, and the winner will receive, randomly selected winner will receive a brand new NES Classic, compliments of the Retro Gamers.
1: Absolutely, and uh, who knows, maybe we'll sign it for you, so that way you can devalue itself.
2: Yeah, you know, the, yeah, not, nothing says devaluization like uh, a couple of couple of geeks signing a, a
1: box. Don't worry, we're not going to sign it. Uh, but no, but we're gonna, yes, we're gonna give it away. We've been talking about it for a long time. We finally got our hands on it. And some people still having difficulty finding it, but at least now you can own one that you got from the Retro Gamers podcast. So be on the lookout for the uh, for the uh, order uh, order form. What for the contest
2: entry form? The contest entry form, and, and uh, yeah, share it. Let everyone know. Yeah, share it. Let everybody know. We're going to be posting it everywhere that we can. We want to get as many people to you know enter the contest. You may not want to because it will increase the likelihood of you winning it, but we understand. Um, <laughs> we're going to be sharing this everywhere. And, you know, um, look for more contests and giveaways in the future. So um, we're really excited about um, adding that to um, our sites and Absolutely. our show.
1: And, of course, if you want to buy merch, tchip.com. Just do a search for The Retro Gamers or VB sucks VBSUX, S U X. Check that out, and uh, also I want to thank as well uh, as we get ready to close because you've heard them. I,
2: I, I'm sorry, but uh, the thank you portion of this segment has already concluded.
1: Oh wow, it sounds like I'm on the subway. Is that Charlie? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Next stop, Atlantic Avenue. <laughs>
1: Next stop, Coopersville. Uh, the open and close theme song. Because to be honest with you, we're going to give you a little little heads up. You know, we're gonna we're gonna change it up a little bit. Nothing bad. Nothing bad at all. Just figure, put a new coat of paint. That's all. But we do want to thank Eric Skiff for the last 100 episodes, giving us Come and Find Me, B-Mix, off of Resistor Anthems. Eric Skiff. You can find him at SoundCloud.com or at ericskiff.com slash music. It's in, actually, every week. The links are in the description. So go mm-hmm. check him out. He has some cool uh, 8-bit sounding music, and I still haven't figured out uh what we're going to do moving forward as far as music but there will be something new next week
2: which is awesome
1: yes and all good and um i think with that i think that may be it
2: that's it we don't want to talk anymore it's only been like 50 hours
1: a a nine hour on i mean jerry lewis is going to show up here in a little while
2: that's how long we've been talking i congratulate anybody who gets to the end of the episode and actually hears about the contest (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, probably, we geez, may mention it again in the
1: beginning next week yeah
2: we we, we definitely made you wait for it <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh but ant again thank you for just being a great friend and a great partner in this with the podcast uh doing this subject matter uh there's really no one else i could have done it for this long with so thank you very much brother
2: That's very true, and thank you again, and uh, we're
1: going to do it again next week. Yes, absolutely, as we will do it every week and for the 100th time. Oh, first of all, remember, share. Whoever you know, share, share, share. Do the five-star ratings, and now for the 100th time, thank you very much for listening, and catch us all right here next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast.